At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Uh, welcome to episode number 303. Yeah, Sounds we're good. good yeah. All right. We're episode number 303 of Raiders Fan Radio, where, as we mentioned, we are in shambles because our team is in shambles and the rest of Raider Nation is in shambles. And, uh, you know, Jeff and I were talking a little bit about it before we started tonight. Like, you know, I always love getting together with our with our amazing listening audience, the amazing folks that are in the chat room. Get to hang out in here with my besties here in the, in the fan cave. Uh, but, man, this is this was a rough one to prepare tough, for. Yeah. You know, this was um, to be this down, this bad, this early uh, in a season where we had, you know, last year we had, of course, these amazing lofty expectations. And I think that we all went into it at least reserved a little <laughs> bit, even though, you know, some of us 13 and four. Um, it's four and 13, actually. There you go. Okay. All right. <laughs> but, but I mean, but I think we all had a, a, at least a metered expectation, and now that even has been blown out of the water. So, anyways, whatever. But we're gonna we're gonna hear we're gonna get through it together. We've got an absolute crap ton to get through uh, tonight here at Raiders Fan yeah, Radio. Do. So we're gonna jump right on into it. Uh, and so because we've got all the emails, we've got all the voicemails tonight from you guys. The majority of this show is gonna be the Sea of Fans mailbag, and in fact, we're gonna kind of reserve. A lot of our comments around the game and even our upcoming game against the Chargers, uh, we're going to reserve those just and, and save them for the feedback. We're going to keep it real conversational tonight. We always uh, say about this show, it's conversational when it's at its best. And uh, you all had a lot to say this week, so we want to honor that. And so we will we will uh, we'll keep our comments around yours. And so thank you very much for all of those of you uh, that called in this week, that sent your emails in this week. Uh, and I appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. I will leave them to my best friend and yours to shout them out. Swag Jeff, uh, who do we got there in the chat room? And welcome to Raiders Fan Radio, my best friend and yours, Swag Jeff. Hey! <laughs> You're styling and profiling. Yeah, he is. 
Yeah, he is, as always. Oh, as your camera's not on. Keep talking. Oh, <laughs> my camera's not on. Well, good. Well, they because uh, they need to see my new hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, it says no images in this view. Oh. Uh, too, oh, much, too, much, Lucy. too much swag for one camera. There it goes. There's it's some uh, yeah. sweet imaging. Like oh, a Yeti. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, <laughs> he's never been photographed. Exactly. <laughs> Oh uh, man, I'm 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 happy-ish to be here. Yeah. You know, where yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, kind of like what you said. I, I love hanging out with uh, with my two besties right here, and I love hanging out with Raider Nation because that's what makes Raider fandom so much better. Um, but but you know, but you know, we, we're 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 down bad. Mm, we're down wow. pretty damn bad, man. That was just. That was just a shit show, and we'll talk about it, I guess, because we have to. <laughs> but, uh, but more importantly, uh, the folks in the chat, the 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 wonderful folks that tuned in. Uh, it's Kill Jadis, the grumpy ass Raider fan. Uh, Yoshi's in there. Uh, Vegas Raider Pete, Jay Morris, Raider Lorian. Happy birthday, my friend. Uh, Sholo Man is in there. Um, let's see who else is in there. Uh, cool Cody, Cody Thompson's in there. Atticus be rocking. Paul is in there. Yeah. Joe Estrada's in there. Storm is in there. Uh, Atticus be rocking. Uh, DJ Lenny Danger's in there. Hooligan Nation. Uh, Sheila, who's tuning in from Scottsdale. Welcome in, Sheila. Um, So, so yeah. So, hey, but Murph, we don't do this show alone. Oh. And thank goodness for that. So, to my left over here, adorning the bartender spot yet again here in Murph's Fan Cave, please welcome in Michelle Swan. Hey guys, <laughs> I got to take this moment to, if Lamont, if you're watching, I don't, I left my ring at the house, but I didn't do it on purpose. So I felt like I needed to, to make that clear in case he sees me talk with my hands. He's going to well, notice, but yeah. I was cleaning my studio table today and I don't like to use, I don't like to have my ring on when I'm working. Yeah, no, I so. feel you. I feel you. So I, he knows though I do it a lot. <laughs> so he's used to that. But listen, Raider Nation, we are down bad, but yeah. it seems too soon to be down bad, man. Awfully early to be down bad, but yeah, you know what? Well, but here we are. So, what can you do? There you go. Thank yeah. God for Raider Nation, though, because without like Raider Nation, it'd be really hard. Yeah, to be but down Raider bad. Nation's down bad. Raider too. Nation's, we're, but we're down bad together. Yeah, we're, we're, we're all down so bad. We're down bad together, and that's honestly. Going oh, listen, on. I'm sad. Right. I every day I wake up and I'm like, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna think about the freaking Raiders today, and then. I do. So that's, it. that's true. We're, hey, listen, like here, you said, here we we're, are. we're all we're this, together. We're all in this together. We're and we're the three best friends cause. that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. And we'll never, never ever, 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 ever leave each other. Oh, that's true. That's that is right. true. That's, that's true. true. I and, love that. Well, except for that one guy. Oh well, that's there. Yeah, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. We got, as I mentioned, we got a lot to get to tonight. But uh, before we get going, I just want to remind you that our good friends at Fansided uh, support this podcast and uh, give us some amazing advertising opportunities. Jeez, Josh Murph, whatever my name is. Um, it doesn't matter what your name is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so we appreciate the folks at Fanside and Just Blog Baby, where we are the official Raiders podcast, and appreciate them uh, and their endorsement of this show. And we've also got a brand new advertiser that's hey. coming on tonight, and you can see it there. We're going to do our official Manscaped uh, read coming up here in just a minute, and uh, we've got a really cool opportunity, uh, Raider Nation, for you guys to take advantage of not only some discounted merch, but to also launch a corporate sponsor of this show 
into the old stratosphere, as the kids say. That's it. Uh, we've got an amazing earning opportunity pending um, based on our performance er- here early on with Manscaped. And uh, 100% of that money, of course, is going to go to the One Nation Foundation. So uh, look forward to telling you about that here in a minute. But before we get to all that, this is episode number 302. Yeah. And so uh, my best friend in your swag, Jeff, always takes our episode number and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And so, Swago, who do we have tonight? Absolutely. Well, man, so, uh, so for this one, for episode 302, we're going back. Uh-oh. How far are you going back? <laughs> Way back. As we go a little something like this. Hit it! So we are gonna go back to uh, so so the year nineteen ninety three. Well done, Swag. Nice, well, yeah, of course. Of course. Man, of course. you know, I got so much shit on the show for not knowing that, and so now I live, sleep, and breathe it. You Good. Practice, Good. Don't yeah. You? yeah. Good. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, uh, so we're gonna be highlighting a guy from '93 to '95. We're gonna be talking, of course, about Rocket Ishmael. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. So, so, yeah. So I, that, that might be a first. It's the first time ever that we brought <laughs> yeah, him up on I the show. So. so, so not you know much respect to you, Rocket. So, uh, yeah. So Rocket played from '93 uh, to '95 for the Raiders as a receiver and also as the occasional kick returner. So in his career with the Raiders, he had 88 receptions for 1,357 yards and nine touchdowns. Nine? So, yeah. As a re- so as a receiver, if you, we don't we don't like math, but we like numbers. Love right them. Here, you know what I mean? So if you break that down per game that he played for the Raiders, he averaged 30.2 yards per game. It's, it's tough to find those average yards a game when uh, we get up into the 300 shows, right, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So much respect, Rocket. Very cool. So um, for those of you that are in the chat room, uh, we appreciate you very, very much. You can see Vibrator is in there. Uh, Hooligan <laughs> yes, Nation. And she's some amazing... Oh, emojis. She's oh, putting out the, 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 yes. the, the amazing new emojis. And so... Um, if, <laughs> you got the one with me with the Kill Jadis <laughs> F face. Yeah. <laughs> And so there's only one way to get those. Remember, cabrón? Remember? Remember? You remember? Remember? You don't remember? You remember? Remember? Said you cried a lot. I thought you remember. All right, so you can become a member just by hitting the join button there. If you're on an uh, on an, an on an Apple device, uh, you got to go to Safari and go to YouTube uh, that way. Yep. And then uh, you can you can get in there and you can. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Yeah, you can get in there and you can join that way. Uh, you can't do it through the YouTube app on on iOS, but every other device you just hit the join and then uh, it costs you five bucks. And uh, not only are you able to, to get all those amazing emojis, I've got a close-up of Aiden O'Connell's face. We've got Al. <laughs> we've got Jeff. We've got Derek Carr. We've got uh, all kinds of really fun emojis in there. And so, uh, so you can do those. But more importantly than the digital stuff you can get, yeah. you can get something, you can get physical media, as the kids say. And, uh, media. right? And you can get this one-of-a-kind design card print uh, by Michelle. Uh, they are lettered and, or excuse me, they are signed and they are numbered and there's only going to be a hundred of them. Yep. Uh, so the first hundred of you that become a member, uh, you will get that card in the mail. All you got to do is email Michelle, that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, at show, uh, no, at RaidersFanRadio.com. Yeah, yeah. Damn it, Josh. Just like Vegas Raider it. Pete just did. Hey, became yeah. a member. Thank yep. you, Vegas Raider Pete. And Michelle so- at RaidersFanRadio.com. Uh, Pete, and you will get one of those. Um, right. Yep, one of those prints okay. right there. That is awesome. That is awesome. All right, Swag Jeff, let's hit a break, and then uh, let's talk about Manscaped. Yeah, let's talk let's about our it. balls. Let's talk about our balls. <laughs> oh. oh. Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Moss, who happens to have 
the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so I want to thank the good folks at Manscaped for uh, for their partnership with us here at Raiders Fan Radio, and uh, we're going to do a little bit of a, of, of a live unboxing. Yes. Uh, so the Manscaped folks sent all three of us uh, their amazing Lawnmower 4.0 kit. Uh, Jeff and I had a chance to use ours over the weekend. Uh, Michelle is going to take hers home, uh, and are you going to give it to Lamont? I'm going to give it to Lamont. Doing? Yeah. All right, so she's going to give it to Lamont. So we're going to do an unboxing here of what you get in a kit. Now I can tell you, or real quick, Raider Nation, if you go to to Manscaped. Uh, Use the promo code MURF. That is M-U-R-F. Use that promo code. You will get 20% off of anything that you order from the Manscaped folks. Yep. Um, and then what they are going to do is they're going to evaluate how we're going to do here early. Uh, and then based on the response that, that we get from our listening audience, uh, they're going to make a financial commitment to Raiders Fan Radio, most importantly, the One Nation Foundation. So I'll tell you, so as, as Michelle's getting ready to, to open this thing up and go through it, uh, Jeff and I are just going to talk you through some of the product, products that are in here uh, in this kit. So this thing is amazing. Um, the main thing so there you go there's the picture there it's got their their different razors and the and the different you can get um all kinds of different products from manscaped again doesn't matter what you buy uh you automatically get um that 20 percent discount code when you use the uh, promo code murph and so uh, so show them a little bit of what's going on there uh michelle show them the yeah so there you go what's that first this one this is uh the manscaped crop preserver yes it's a ball deodorant oh my gosh it is which- it is and I don't know if Kent. It's awesome. It's like, a, there you go. Yeah, it's like okay. a lotion yeah. that, that, that goes on. And so after you're done doing your whole trimming and all that kind of stuff, you, you put that stuff on there. Yep. And it keeps you, keeps you nice. And dude, you know what was most impressive to me, Jeff? Okay, tell when me. When we went through this thing, we did our first, go ahead and keep going, Michelle. Okay, Let's yeah. keep going. Um, let's, uh, how good everything smells. It smells incredible. Yeah, 100%. Right, you know, this is a crop reviver. It is a oh, ball toner. On the- Oh, you turned on oh, the... Oh, oh, I didn't know <laughs> hey, what that hey, was. Hey, okay. hey, don't tell us about your life. Uh, but I thought I thought Vibe left something here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, side but yeah, table. But so you're holding up the uh, yeah. the ball toner, or the crop toner right there, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, or no, crop, reviver, crop reviver, which is a ball, ball toner. toner. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that's used, and I used it right after... I used the lawnmower. So, okay. and that kept everything. It kind of prevented the, the razor bumps and all that stuff, which you're not going to get anyway with, with manscaped at all. But, uh, but man, that's, and it, and again, it smells fantastic. It feels fantastic. And that it's, thing right there, that the thing's lawnmower? The, that's a lawnmower. That, that's, that, that, that thing's the, the jam, thing, man. Well, that's that's the, thing. the jam. Oh yeah. That's got some juice. Yep, there you go. It's got some juice, man. And it also, so if you turn that thing back on mm-hmm. there, Michelle, so what I really like about that is the light. So the light right there. So, so, you know, so, so, you know, so if you're, if you're, you know, if you're giving yourself a trim, if you're cutting, if you're cutting the grass downstairs, man, sometimes it's a little dark. Yeah. You don't want to mow at night. You You got to be able to see. You got to be able to see. You need your mower to have a light in front of you. Yeah. You don't want to hurt yourself. Oh my God. And listen, and I got to tell you, the stuff works so amazing. Uh, Valerie, that, that, you know, the, the, the evening that I used it, she was like, it's like Christmas morning with all the shiny balls around here. Oh yeah. Absolutely, man. I love a good shiny ball. They're smooth as eggs. Is what the kids so say. There you go. And so then you I don't like, know if the kids say that. I don't know if the kids say that, but we're going to go. Okay. That, so, yeah, there's, a, there's the other. This yeah, that, is the that's the weed whacker. Weed that's whacker. the nose the and ears trimmer there. There you go. Yep. And so, okay. Yeah. Can I get 
So great stuff there from the folks at Manscaped. We appreciate them very, very much. There's there's underwear in there. There's the, uh, you know, just the toner. um, Chargers. That's a charging charger. And it's also the the guards. So the guards. So if you don't want this. It's a really nice bag, too. And it's a super nice bag. So if you get the the premium pack right there that comes with all of these things, you get that as a free gift from Manscaped. Yeah. Yeah. So it's an amazing thing. It's a hefty Uh, bag. It's a hefty bag. It's really, really nice. So, speaking of your hefty bag, you know, to, to, the lawnmower, man. It, it's all great stuff, man. And what I really like about this this lawnmower right here, too, is that it's kind of got the plastic thing on it. So, it's going gonna, it's gonna to oh. keep you from, from getting the nicks Nicked? and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. So, Murph, tell them, tell them again about the promo code and all that stuff so we can shout out our guys at Manscaped. Yeah, so go to Manscaped. Again, anything you buy, just use promo code uh, Murph. That is M-U-R-F as, as how we spell it. Just use my name in there. You get that 20% off. And, again, we appreciate you. Raider Nation, and uh, because again, 100% of the money that we earn from the Manscaped folks is going right to the One Nation Foundation. So appreciate you, and uh, check them out, manscaped.com, promo code MURF. Nice. Woo! Woo! Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh. I'll put a link in the show notes too, by the way. Updated contact info. Storm, so I think I told you enough. Storm up, says, please keep telling me how much you love it, Swag Jeff. <laughs> you can Hello, call Nashibra. us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Hammer. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you have Twitch. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Good. Oh, we're killing it. We're killing it. Let's yeah. Go, go. yeah, it was all right. It was all right. It was all right. Oh, wasn't our best. No, just, just really? like Sunday night. Okay. Wasn't our okay. best. I wasn't feel it? like that was pretty solid, though. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't bad. Well, you know. But you yeah. know what? Pretty solid. It wasn't good enough. Well, at least it wasn't seventy to twenty bad. Hey. hey. Amen. We may Amen. suck, Amen. but we don't. Broncos suck. Broncos suck. That's right. That's uh, so it. appreciate you, Raider Nation. Whoops. Okay, maybe we preemptive respect. So appreciate you, Raider Nation, joining. Pre-respectulation. Um, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> you hate to see it. You hate to see it. It happens, it happens to all of us. A, uh, I'm telling you. It does happen. It's okay. <laughs> so appreciate you all, Raider Nation, uh, for joining us here. Uh, so here at the top of the show, we don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. Nothing, nothing wrong with those things. Hell no. Well, I'm, I'm a mumble mouth now, but uh, we're, we're, we're Italian. I'm so. so glad that this show is going this way. <laughs> yes, this is the show. It's this perfect. is the show that Raider Nation needs. This Not is to what toot they our need. own horns, no. but the, but the Raider Nation is in shambles we're in right shambles. now. Like, if we don't cheer each other up and have fun and play with this stuff, that, like, you know what I mean? Speaking of Manscaped, like, you know, if we don't just have fun with it, like, 
Like, what else yeah. are we doing, man? What, what like, because yeah. we're just going to be sad sacking it hard the whole. Fr- Shout out Manscaped again. We're just yeah, going to be yeah. sacking it hard the whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, nice. Like, Do you uh, want a sad sack or a happy sack? Use yeah. Manscaped. <laughs> Everybody wants a happy sack. That's right. That's right. That's, That's right. right. So, anyways, let's go ahead and jump in. Do <laughs> <laughs> respect, please. <laughs> Swaggy J, I love this show. Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, (laughs) it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Your life. Don't tell me about your life. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just trying to take everybody's mind oh off. Oh my the, gosh. After the shit show we saw. On oh Sunday. my gosh. Yeah. It's, it, it was so ridiculous. How can you forget about it? Right. I mean, it's like, and yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna get into it in a minute. Yeah. Do we want to enter here at the top? Like, just just a quick little round table. Yeah. Around it. Let's do it. Let's before respect. Um. Oh yeah, we just did. Res- so do this respect. Dude, yeah, because because uh, I've got a it's a pretty decent size respect segment. Okay. okay. So for those of you know for anybody that's just wanting us to kind of like jump into it and talk a little bit about it, let's do how it. about we do respect? Well, well I'll, I'll give you some respect, but let's talk about the, what just happened. Okay. It all sucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like there's you know what I mean? Like it's and and for those of you that watched the Silver and Black Today show, and thank you for doing that. Um, you saw my post game reaction, and so I'll save you the same takes. You know, going over and respect everything. to you. Yeah, like I for mean, doing like, that. dude, like you were fiery and and half drunk, but like, man, like you were right on the money, man. And you like, showed up you... at the podium to speak. Good job, because well, I wouldn't thanks, have. Oh, yeah, well, you. you know, I mean, you know, because you know, it's the voice of the fan segment is what you're a part of, and yeah. you know, and you really spoke on behalf of a lot of Raider Nation. I mean, we were all in our fields just like you were, yeah. and, and I, you know, yeah. and you didn't say anything wrong. Mm-mm. You know, it was good. Thanks, man. It was good. Yeah, it was very it was kind. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you. if you didn't catch it, Raider Nation, make sure you go back. If you want to, if you want to listen live right. post game, yeah. you know, after a shit show like what we watched on Sunday night. But but man, it was good. It was good. Well, it thank was you. good. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I appreciate that, Michelle. Thank you. And, you know, I'll just I, I kind of say this. So, you know, if you've listened to this show long enough, um, you know that we were endless Derek Carr supporters mm-hmm. until he wasn't our quarterback anymore. Totally. And then we kind of swung the other way. And one of the things that we said in, in defense and support of Derek going into the season last year, when we were all let down from that 6-11 and 11 season, was that at, from this point going forward, the excuses are gone. Like, you've literally got your best friend, who is the greatest receiver in football. They've addressed numerous positions to take advantage of his skill set and the talents that, that he was able to bring to the table. Um now you can there are definitely still conversations in there in terms of disconnect with him and McDaniels and or the, the concepts that were going around with the offense. Um, but we do know that there anyway, I'll save you the Derek Carr story. My point is though, since we were so willing to hold Derek to that standard of, well, there's not any excuses anymore, my takeaway from this game 
well, Josh McDaniels, mm. you don't get excuses anymore. Like, nope. we are fully into the throes of year two. We sure as shit ought to see some improvement. And the ultimate sign to me for the entirety of my football fan watching career and even, and I know it's a pales in comparison, but coaching youth sports and things, when you look around the entire landscape of coaching, there is one thing you never want to see, and that's regression. Mm, mm. And this team has done nothing but regress since the day Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler took the helm. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I will also say this, that I was never, I was supportive of the moves that the Raiders made until there's reason to not be. And so while I thought in the moment Mike Mayock and Rich Basaccia deserved, deserved another shot yeah. based on the inspired performance that they got from that team, let's not make a mistake. That team was not built for long-term success. There was a lot of emotion going on that propelled us to that 10-6, and six, and there was also a lot of help going on around the league for us to close out those four wins um, to, to make that playoff spot. So let's not pretend like... We had some freaking like, you know, idyllic program going on at the time that was going to sail off into a championship. That wasn't what we had. But I do think that the effort and the energy and the spirit that that man, those men brought to that team deserved at least a second look. And we never got it. So at the time, I felt like they got a raw deal. But then when we look at what McDaniels and Ziegler were and are with their pedigree, their their friends, their ability to work together, their philosophies. I thought, okay, I'm willing to give it a shot. Well, after a full year in which we went to the shitter last year, then now here in year two, and seemingly it's only gotten worse. We're only seeing that the players are, I don't want to say there's division yet, but wait till we get to these comments from Devontae Mm. Adams. You're going to hear that they're starting to lose the locker room. And that was the only way I felt they weren't going to get year three was if they start, if they really lose the locker room. So to be this down, this bad, this early, we scored 17 points on a goddamn Bronco team that got 70 hung on them. And this is all we're able to come up with you offensive guru. So last year, and people accuse me of being a bootlicker and all that other crap, save it because it was a point last year where I started calling these guys out for moving the goalposts. I started calling them out for the idea that, like, you told us this was an AFC championship team, and now you're telling us that you got to wait. Now we got to trust the process and the system, and you got to bring in your guys and all that. No, that wasn't the messaging early on. Well, now here we go again. They're starting to change the messaging, and it's week three. <sighs> God dang it. We're still in September, and we're still dealing with this shit. Like, so... You know, any any I, I'm gonna give it to Jeff here. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shut up because I said I was gonna keep it brief. But God dang it, I'm telling <laughs> yeah. you, I'm getting all fired up again, uh, just like I was on Silver and Black today. Because like I don't I don't like the conversations, the terms of like, oh, we deserve more. But at the same time, there is a spirit around this franchise that has existed for the most part for 20 god dang years. It doesn't matter what coaches. It doesn't matter what players. It doesn't matter what front office person. It's the same shit every year. And so um, I think Raider Nation, we are getting fed up and burnt out on that. And so like, while I can love being with you guys and I can love being with the chat room and I can love our fan base our team is a bucket of ass. And then, oh, by the way, we got freaking 40,000 terrible towels Oof. swinging in the freaking in our home game. Like, it's just insult on injury on insult. And we're getting, bur- we're getting burnt out. Mm-hmm. I'm getting burnt out on it. 
I'm never, these colors don't come off. The freaking ink doesn't come off the skin. I'm never going to go anywhere, and I will be a Raider fan until the Raiders either cease to exist or I cease to exist. That will never change. But damn it, my frustration is running at an all-time high right now, and I imagine that it's, it is for a lot of you too. Swag Jeff, take it away. So over the course of the last six years, you know, the big knock with Derek was, well, if he had this, he'd be mm. great. If he had that, he'd be great. You know, last year was kind of the epitome of that. You know, now he has everything he needs. He's got all his weapons. He's got his best friend. He's got this offensive genius. He's got all these things, and he shit the bed. He had his ups. He had his downs. Now you can say the same thing about Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels, his first year, yes, they did move the goalposts on us. You know, we were AFC championship bound until we went one and three to start the season. And we were like, well, we were, you know, we, the team's growing. We got to find our pieces, find our guys, all this kind of stuff. Now, Josh McDaniels has doubled down. He's got his pieces. He had a full year to build this system, full year to build this team, two full drafts. All this, I love that you guys are both cracking drugs. <laughs> while I'm this. Um, it's one know, of those kind of gosh, shows. One of those yeah. kind of shows, man. Um, you know, he had all the things going for him, all this stuff he's built. And now we said at, during this offseason, Josh, you've got your people. You got rid of our nine year vet mm-hmm. and agree with, with that if you want to, Raider Nation. I mean, I think it was probably the right call on both sides, both yeah. for Derek I and for so. us. I think so too. You yeah. know? But, uh, but Josh McDaniel brought in his guy, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's his ride or die. You know, all this offseason we talked about, you know, the pieces that, you know, are we going to bring in more pieces on defense? Are we going to do these things? Josh said, no, I've got my guys. I've got my guys. So there's no more excuses, Josh McDaniels, you know. I, I, don't, I don't understand. You, you've got all these pieces and you're this offensive mind, and you kick a field goal. Oof. You kick a field goal. That might be the dumbest damn thing that I've ever seen. How what dumb ever. was it? It's so freaking <laughs> dumb. Listen. I mean, what, what oh, are you doing? Okay, yeah. Since the two-point conversion was oh. adopted in 1994, the Raiders are the only NFL team to attempt a field goal in the last three minutes of a quarter when down exactly eight points with less than five yards to go for a first down or a touchdown. If we can even rephrase that, it gets worse. The Raiders are the only NFL team to attempt a field goal in the last three minutes of the fourth quarter when down exactly eight points with less than five yards to go for a first down touchdown since the two-point conversion was adopted in 1994. It's literally the same headlines writing itself twice. That's how dopey that freaking call was. And you're an offensive guru? You're well, a mastermind? Like, okay, I, we okay. always say, give us a re- yeah. I believe you until there's a reason not to. Well, now there there's you kind of, go. There's exhibit there's, A. There's a reason not to. And, you know, and I think, I think out of all, like, we all watch that. And, you know, they kick a field goal with five minutes left or whatever. We were going out for a field goal. We got the penalty. We got the first down. So I'm like, okay, now now we're going to go score. Well, we wasted two and a half minutes of the clock Mm. just to go kick a field goal again. At that point, like, just accept, just decline the penalty, take your three, move on to something different. But instead, we went for three again and... I think the thing that pisses me off the most about that whole thing, I mean, we were all pissed off that he kicked the field goal. I mean, what what the hell are we doing? 
during his post game, he goes, well, we needed another possession anyway. So apparently Josh McDaniels doesn't like math, but he likes numbers. Mm. <laughs> we were down eight points, Josh. That's one possession, bruh. Mm. What are we doing? We didn't need two possessions. We needed, yeah, we need another possession to win. Uh, yeah. But like, what do you... So he was going to right? yeah, so no, he was going to trust his yeah. defense more than his offense and, that's the thing. and, the, and he's the offensive he's the guy and we have clearly have more talent on and offense than we do defense. Well, yeah, yeah, the the, reg- the regression I think is the thing that really just like blows our mind and I know at some point last season same as you I questioned his offensive genius status because he had to have I think if you're an offensive genius you can use what you have and Amen. make it work. Yep. And 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 I, I was behind, you know, the Derek Carr thing because I'll say too, I never thought Jimmy G was better than Derek Carr, but I thought a different move might be good for the organization. You know, like I thought maybe that would be some sort of spark. But uh, I am so irritated by the lack of fire from anybody, from the coaches, the players Holy even cow, already yes. sound defeated when they're oh. like when you hear them talking, they almost sound like we're at the end of the season and it's bad. We're three games in. You know, and the coach is, he is so lackluster. Like, I honestly, uh, you know, I don't, yeah, you know, it is what it is. You know? you know, we needed this, we needed that. Like, I honestly <sighs> was, I didn't want to say I was backing him or anything, but I was backing him because he's a coach. But I'm like, sure, dude, pull it together. Coach, like, yeah. you're, if you're this genius, Make something happen. Right. Every play is so vanilla, and it's like, oh, run, run. Pa-. And then Jimmy G with the passing, like. Oh, yeah, those Jimmy Gimmies, man. Jimmy uh, Gimmies. Jimmy the- Gimmies. Oh, I'm going to tell you the one way I know that things are bad. I'm going to tell you how I know. Okay. okay. Because Mo Moten is already, his voice went another octave up when he Holy was talking cow. about he how he about was. It. He was fired up. It's bad, really? guys. It's bad. Oh, he's, okay. he's bad. fired up. Yeah, he's he, fired up. he was fired up. Yeah, that's yeah, all I know. He's supposed to be the level-headed one. I thought that yeah. him We're and, you know, Scott. We're supposed to be the irrational screamers, right. you know what I mean? They give me, Ab- yeah. Absolutely. So, so, so last week on the show, uh, I said that, that, uh, that Sunday night was a must-win. And I know that some folks, including the guys over at Silver and, Silver oh, and Black yeah. today, much respect to them, mm-hmm. uh, they, they don't like that term unless we're mathematically eliminated mm, from sure. playoffs. No yeah. game is a must-win until. But I really think that last week was a must-win game, and, and, and I said that on the show. And, you know, I mean, all, all those things that I said would happen, is probably they're already starting to happen. You know, we're seeing, you have to win the winnable games. You have to win the winnable games. Thank and, you. You know, and it's and, not like Pittsburgh with some freaking stout offense or something. Exactly. The they're, they're like, oh, Kansas exactly. City. The, 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 so it, the narrative so, is that oh, the defense or the defense got better. Yeah, you're playing a shit ass <laughs> offense. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, wait till we exactly. go, You know what I mean? What are we going to do against the Chargers? Exactly. This what are we going to do against Miami when they just oh, hung geez. seventy on Denver? Oh, you know what gosh. I mean? So, but I mean, at this point, like, the question really has to be raised, like. How long is Mark Davis going to wait? How long is he going to put up with this shit before something changes? I mean, like if I'm Mark Davis right now, I'm 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 getting out my phone and I'm scrolling down to the R's (laughs) and I'm texting Rob Ryan. You up? You know, that little late night booty call to Rob Ryan, because (laughs) I'm telling you, I think he might be the guy that just has to take over. Like, what are we going to do? Well, you're going to see something change amongst coordinators or coaches well before you'll see it happen amongst head coaches. Totally. So I think that, you know, there's a reason Rob Ryan has that senior defensive assistant title. And, and, you know, save me the, you know, that I see some of the folks, you know, online who are like, oh, our defense sucked when he was there. Listen, in 2006, when our, we had an offense that ranked 
dead last in every statistical category. The, the, the defense back then, um, I think we were 18th in yards and third in points allowed or vice versa, whatever the heck it is. The point being, though, is that that defense was playing pretty well. And, oh, yeah, by the way, we had Nandi Asamoa back there. Shout out Stuart Schweigert, who was back there. Like, we had some good players on that defense. And so, if you give him enough talent, he can he can turn it around. Now, I'm not saying that he, that this t- defense is so talented that he can, he can turn it. But, like, just like I think ultimately the biggest reason they moved on from Derek was because that was the best thing for both. It was a change of environment. It added a spark. It's what drove... Our playoff team a couple years ago is that Gruden was gone and Basaccia brought in a spark and he brought out that emotion and they 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 gave the players something to play for, which was that coach and, and that season. And so I think that if you take out, listen, I don't like to call for people's jobs. I don't like to see anybody lose their job, but the NFL is the ultimate meritocracy and this defense sucks. So it's time to move on from PG and put in a guy like Rob Ryan, who's got a pedigree. He's got a history in this league. He's well-respected. The players love him. It will give them something to play for. Cause clearly right now, they don't have anything to play for. They're not playing for the head coach. They're not playing for the coordinators. So if we can elevate somebody who's already at the most senior position in the defense, aside from the coordinator, then I think it's time to make a move. They don't even have a quarterback to play for because he's new. You know, like at least then they were playing for him too. You know, like I feel like because they, I won't say they were all together for a very long time, but they had that like camaraderie from all of the adversity that they had come across. And now it's like, it's a lot of new it's a lot of different, and there's no glue. Who's the glue? Like, there is no Devontae glue. and Max. Devontae and got Max. guys on the field, And yeah. even they sound but, like they are frustrated, you know? Like, yeah. man. I'm and t- it's – we're going into week four. Absolutely. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, so – Let's go ahead. So speaking of Devonte, let's go ahead and jump <sighs> in. Jump. Okay, that let's, felt let's, that felt good. You know what? That did. That was a good. That was good. It that was felt good. Real, it hit felt a really break. good. Let's cleanse the palate. And when we yeah, come back, yeah, I'm Vegas just going to Raider jump. Pete said this is so negative. Oh, well, you know, this we're is, this well, is not, we. There's not a whole lot of positive, but, but we had to, but we had to get it out. Yeah, get it out. Had okay. to get it out. And now so, it's done. Now thanks it's done. for letting us do that. Okay. Now, hey, let's get to respect. Oh yeah. We're still in respect here at the top of the show. <laughs> oh. 43 minutes in. Clay, at least we're talking about the Raiders. That's hey, true. We do, that. you hey, might hey. Like. do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, Michelle, this is cool. So we've got uh, some respect to throw around. First off, I want to give respect to Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. not only for being the greatest receiver yeah. in, in the game, uh, and we're going to get to Devontae's comments post-game, which, you know, listen, for those, for Pete or anybody else thinks, like, you know, this is real negative. Like, look, we're, and you know us, we're we're positive, yeah. and you're going to sit at the top of the show joking about freaking shaving balls, for crying out loud. Like, yeah. like right. you know, like, this is definitely still going to remain a lighter journey into the dark side, but at the same time, we got to address the reality of Absolutely. things, too. Yeah. And if we don't freaking, like, vent about it and get rid of it, like, then it's just going to dwell in us. And so, like, you know, like, I didn't come into this show thinking, like, this is just going to be us be sitting around bitching, Michelle. Right. But it's like, I feel like, 
This is the time when we kind of collectively get it off our chest and then we move forward. That's And I'll say this too. It's why we do this show on Wednesday. Yeah. Because it gives us a few days after the game's over mm-hmm. to where we can kind of, you know what I mean? Like get a little bit of a level set going on. And we got a few days going into the next game. So that's why this show was on Wednesday night. So it's not like we just always sit around and give you these big emotional takes. But right. considering where we're at in the current conditions, I feel like it's, yeah, like I it's mean, cathartic, we're right? really positive majority of the time but there are times when it's it's kind of shitty like and you have to get get it i mean you don't have to get it out but we have the opportunity to get it out we're gonna get it out you know i mean it just it you can't be positive all the time when you have been this bad for this long with so many different regimes and so many different like what is going on because and 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 like you said, the ink I got ink. It's not coming off. I'm not going anywhere. But I can sure be pissed when it's it's bad. Like I listen. I have San Francisco fans and I got Dallas fans and I got Titans fans and they're all texting me and I'm like, it's so bad. Like how do you Titans you, you fans shouldn't be texting? No, well, you. they they're, sure shouldn't. They're even but worse. How do you not feel shitty kicking us like that? I mean, because there's nothing. There was nothing good. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. All right. So let's dive into the positive side yeah. of, of being a Raider fan. And the, 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 the good news is um, <laughs> that we do have some players we can root for. Right. Um, oh, and somebody, uh, uh, oh, look at nation shout out uh, with a $10 donation there in the super chat says I'm positive. That game sucked. <laughs> Truth. Truth. Yeah, much, res- much respect there, Hooligan. Appreciate that donation and 100% of that money. Uh, as you know, we'll go to our nonprofit, the One Nation Foundation, that gives exclusively to Raiders-related charities. All right, so uh, Devontae um, is one of the guys that we can root for. Um, I hope we didn't break him. Uh, I oh, hope, my gosh. I hope that, you know, any of the early on talk about, like, Devontae doesn't want to be here, Devontae's going to get traded. Listen, He's got a hell of a salary cap number, so I don't think he's going to go anywhere. But anyways, I'll save that commentary when we get to the game mm-hmm. time comments. But in the meantime, as a as a as a guy, as a human, as a man, I got a ton of respect for Devontae aside from his on play ability or on the field uh, ability. And um, this is really cool. So I don't even know what the name of the show is. Uh, this could be Raiders and Pop Culture because Devontae Adams is on this like remodel show where you like like remodel oh, like yeah. a house. And he remodels his grandmother's house. And so this is really sweet. So I've got the audio for you. So where uh, we're, we're Grandma um, Adams or whatever, I don't know what her name is, but I'm, I'm <laughs> shout, shout her out. And I'm sorry. But like, um, yeah, but Grandma comes in and gets to see her new, her new place. Welcome home. Yeah, you remember some of these pictures over here? Oh, that's my mom. That's both of my mom. We had to put the pictures back just so you knew this is your house. I know it looks a lot different. Oh, my mom's home. Oh, my gosh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I knew some of those were going to get to you. It's both of my mom's. It's so good. What Devontae wanted to make sure is that there were, because he said there's a lot of memories in this house for all of you all, you know? Yes. Devontae told me that his grandmother does not cry. She could not hold it in. And it was really, really special to see. That is simply gorgeous. Too many changes in here to not keep some memories and, yeah. and keep some of the things that the have been here for forever. So Beautiful. It's timeless. 
All right, there it is. There's Devontae gifting grandma a new a new place there. And uh, uh, and shout out just when Wendy in the chat yeah. says her name is yeah. Betty and they call her baby. And so uh, very, very cool uh, stuff there. And so, uh, yeah, man, it's like, you know, well, whatever. I'll, I'll, I'll save that again. We're going to talk about Devontae here in a minute. So let, let's go into the next bit of respect I have. And um, so this was, man, I tell you. I won't get into another rant about the game, <laughs> but um, much respect to the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, and much respect to, of course, uh, the great Fred Bolitnikoff, mm-hmm. who we're going to hear comments from, and uh, and much respect to, to the great, late great Kenny Stabler. Um, and, and I want to give respect because they presented the uh, Hall of Fame ring um, to the Stabler family pregame there before that game against the Steelers. Kenny was very famous for, you know, those those games against the Steelers, that rivalry. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, or was the last week even, about how great that rivalry was, and no one exemplified the on-field greatness better than Kenny Stabler in those matchups. And so, um, th- for those of you that don't know, the Hall of Fame didn't used to present rings posthumously to the family they would only present the rings to the players that were alive and of course and they do it before like you know the pre-games and so uh for the hall of fame to do this to recognize the 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 value and the necessity um to present the stabler family uh their ring and uh and much respect to kendra stabler who we've gotten to know a little bit through the blitnikoffs um much respect to her and, uh, you know, the, 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 the grand snakes, as, as Kenny used to call them, uh, his, his grandchildren, uh, for all of them being there and, and, and accepting that ring and going through that ceremony uh, for, for before the game, like, was a really incredible moment. Um, I wish more of it was televised uh, for us yeah. to see that. I wish we could have got to see more of it, but at least everybody did the right thing. And as much as I have rallied against the, the 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 Hall of Fame for inducting Raiders posthumously like Kenny and like Cliff Branch and whatnot. At least they're making it right with the families, with the loved ones that remain. And so so I, I got to give respect for that. And just, yeah, too bad the Raiders um, didn't do that legacy some justice uh, by bringing home a W against the Steelers. But uh, anyway, so let's... Um, you know, I don't want to totally go down a trip of memory lane, um, but being that we want to get out of the negative space of commenting on the current state of the Raiders yeah. and want to get this thing a little bit positive, um, well, I got a couple sound bites for you. First and foremost, let's hear from the from speaking of greatness uh, and those who have passed. John Madden uh, talking about Kenny Stabler, and this is at John Madden's. Um, excuse me, this is John Madden at halftime in the Oakland Coliseum when Kenny was inducted into the Hall of Fame and his speech uh, when they presented um, at, the, at, the, at the halftime game uh, there back in Oakland. I'm sitting here in this field and just thinking, if you were here in 1976, you would never have seen the Raiders lose game. The Raiders won every game on this field that year. Ken Stabler, as a quarterback, was undefeated on this field that year. Not only did that, but he went to the playoffs and won there, and went to the Super Bowl and won there. So at the end of that, everyone was saying he's the greatest, including me, because he was, including his teammates, because they felt it, they knew that he was. And they started calling him, he's going to be a, a first vote Hall of Famer. Forty years later, he gets 
and it's not funny, but the, the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame does, does get it right. They just don't get it on time all the time. All right, there he is. There's Coach Madden. And so, yeah, it's, it's a little yeah. bit. A little bit tough to hear. Yeah. I know, um, you know, Coach Madden was, was was getting up there a little bit during that time, and it's real loud. And so I apologize if, if the audio is a little muddled there. But um, but great stuff there. And you know, like like Madden said, if, if I ever had to trust one person to make mm. a pass, and this is a guy that loved Brett Favre, he loved Troy Aikman, he loved a lot of different players uh, that played quarterback around the league. He said the guy I would pick would be Kenny Stabler. Mm. Um, so um, let's check in with Freddie Bulitnikoff. Uh, you know, hear his comments about Kenny going into this. This was just released just a few days ago. Um, this is this is incredible stuff there from the great Fred Berlinikoff talking about uh, not only his teammate but his friend Ken Stabler. Kenny was our leader. His preparation for the game was unbelievable. He called the plays and did what he wanted to do, and it was terrific. Stabler to pass, steps away from Mirage. He's going to run up the left side. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, touchdown, Oakland Raiders. Kenny was just a very confident guy, very confident quarterback, very intelligent. You could see he was always thinking about the situation on the field and would really, really make an effort not to get guys in a situation that they couldn't be successful in. Looking, looking, looking. He runs. He's at the 15. He throws. It is a touchdown, Raiders! The Super Bowl was a culmination of exactly what we always thought about each other. Anybody could have been an MVP. I always wished it would, would have been Kenny because he had command of the game. They were back to pass a quick run to the end zone. Casper, touchdown, Raiders! We're the best team in the world. Simple as that. We made our friendship ahead of everything else, even football. We were good, close friends. I've always thought the world of Kenny. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. All right, so new shit has come to light. So um, I've got a very interesting story here before we get to Devontae's comments. And we're not going to talk about the game anymore, clearly. But I do want to talk a little bit about, uh, uh, I want to reflect Except on. Except when we do talk about the game. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. But um, I do want to reflect a little bit on Devontae's comments. But before we do that, okay, so some happened this week. It's actually some happened within the past couple of days. And so oh. going into this segment, um, I really didn't want to talk about it. But. We've never dodged tough things to talk about before, whether it's around kneeling around the national anthem and all the Kaepernick stuff and all that. Like we've we've dug in on some difficult topics before, and so 
I don't want us to, to, to be shy to do it on this one either. But I got to tell you, I'm real reserved around a lot of the potential commentary around this because a lot of people have a lot of very passionate and emotional opinions about it. And I think there's a way to respect them all without condemning any of it. Um, but it is a very interesting subject. And being that it's, it revolves entirely around fandom, I think that it's, uh, we're kind of compelled being that this show is called Raiders Fan Radio uh, that we, we, we talk about it. So I saw a comment earlier in the chat room. Somebody said, what would it take for you to not be a fan anymore? Okay. Uh, speaking specifically about the Raiders. And I said the only thing, and I didn't, well, I didn't say this now, but I've always said this. The only way I cease to be a Raiders fan is when the Raiders cease to be the Raiders. Mm. If they rebrand them, the Las Vegas Renegades, and put a gambler on the helmet and change the colors to green and orange, well, then I'm not a fan anymore. Then I'll still be a Raider fan. It's just that the Raiders won't exist anymore, right? Mm. Same thing when the A's, when they move to Vegas, if they leave the athletics and the branding in Oakland and become something else, well, then I'm not rooting for that team anymore. Like, I'm a fan of the shield. I'm a fan of the name on the front, whether that's athletics, warriors, A's, you know, predators, whatever it is, those right. are the teams that I root for. So when we, when, we, when we look at fandom, right, like, again, I don't want to condemn anyone's opinion, but I do want to discuss this story that came out this week, and this, this man, I'll just read you the headline, a 40-year-old man's goodbye letter to the only NFL team he's ever loved, uh, so much more could have been said. Uh, games at the L.A. Coliseum uh, to following them uh, from the Philippines is where, where he came from. Now, I'm not going to read you his whole thing because it's all over the Internet. Real quick, yeah, he's please. 40 or he was a 40-year fan? Let's see. I think he's – I think he, well, let's see. He says a 40-year-old man's okay. goodbye letter. So he was a fan from whenever the gotcha. Raiders became the Raiders. Okay? All right. So – he pens this letter and it says basically like, I can't do this anymore. My mental health is, is too tied up to the Raiders and they cause me too much duress and I've got to tap out. Okay. And I put out a tweet and I just said, well, don't come back like ever. Yeah. Right. And you know, and so, um, the majority of the response that I got from my, and I did the well buy thing, you know, the guy yeah. oh, curly yeah. <laughs> from freaking you know, tombstone. Right, right, right. And, um, and so the majority of the response was kind of in alignment, which my thought, which a lot of us is, is that win, lose, or tie, Raiders till I die. That's this it. thing that's is, you know, the slogan. for life, right? Like, that's it's the way that we do this thing. So I didn't I align with what this guy's feelings were. Now, again, I, I don't want to say that anybody should or shouldn't anything. Um, we only evaluate your fandom in which the passion that you bring to, to the Raiders. But, like, I can't connect with that. I have a real hard time connecting with that and again i want to i don't this i'm gonna i don't want to tiptoe into anything but at the same time like i want to really keep it around like this isn't about like making someone into a you know into a whatever the bad guy um but i do also want to say that like i think that a lot of us in raider nation like we don't align with that thinking because we're we are so committed to this thing forever that it is a lifestyle it's beyond the performance on yeah. and off the That's field yeah. and as much as we can get, you know, disrupted emotionally by it. 
I can also compartmentalize it. And if this young man, if look, if he's having health, yeah. mental health issues, then whatever, do what's best for you. Like that's right. not, yes. you know, it's not a condemnation again. Right. But in terms of like, I'm able to compartmentalize it like the Raiders are the Raiders, but my, my faith in my family or something completely different. And those two things shall not be affected by the Raiders play on the field, nor their dysfunction in, in the locker room. And also that said too, and just something else that I'd like to say is that like, I feel like we're getting to a point and I, I really hate this and I don't want to make, and I made comments uh, a couple of weeks ago about like, I don't want to make it about old fan versus young fan or any of that kind of stuff. But I have a reference point from the Raiders were the greatest. When we listen to comments from Freddie Bulletnikoff and John Madden and all the greatness of the Raiders. Sure. Um, I have a reference point for that. I understand that younger fans don't have a reference point for that, but I will say this, man, the foundation of the Raiders is in being the villain, not the victim. Yeah. We're like, we're, that, that is what we are. It's not about, you know, that like, oh, it's, you know, feel sorry for it. Like it's a, it's a, a, a toughness that's tied within the Raiders. That doesn't mean there's not a kindness also. You can be a badass and you can be kind too. You can be a badass and you can uplift those in your community at the same time. And that's what was so beautiful, That what is so beautiful about the Raiders. Now I know the on-field performance doesn't reflect that like it used to because we used to have W's, we used to have championships, we used to have all those things. But the bottom line is, is that it's rooted in grit. It's rooted in like, we're going to kick your freaking ass. Well, like, ooh, you know, oh, I'm hurt or yeah. I feel bad. Like that's that's not raidery, Michelle. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like, help me out here. So I think like I've yeah, I'm 47, and I've never won. I became a fan when they moved to LA. That's when I became a fan. So and never once, and it has been shitty many times since then. But I've never once thought I need to pen an open letter for the whole world to see. And denounce my Raider fandom and move along. Like, so I feel like maybe if you have, I won't say that the Raiders are my personality because they're not, because I have a lot of things. I love Halloween. I love Christmas. I love my kids, my family. I love a lot of things. I freaking love the Raiders. I will never, ever not be a Raiders fan unless the shield changes. You know, like that's when I will no longer be a Raiders fan. So I, I don't understand. Tying your personality so deep into something that you have no control over. Like if if I don't have control over it, I'm not going to connect myself so hard that I feel the need to tell the internet that I'm done. Like I feel like that's just, I don't want to say like it's just for attention because I feel like maybe at some point when it was so bad, I thought F this team, I'm out of here and then two days later, I'm like, oh, my God, I love the Raiders so much, you know? Right. So I don't know if he was just really mad or he – I don't know what. And now he's just like <clears> next <throat> weekend he's going to be like, let's go, Raiders. I don't know. But, right. like, I just feel like if you are tied that closely to something, maybe you do need to take some steps Maybe there's something else going some on. find some other things. Like, maybe it, there's something yeah. else that is that is going on. Yeah. Well, and Jeff, get, 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 I, I want to set you up with this. Okay, yeah. go for it. What – again as i mentioned a majority of the comments that we got back yeah. kind of aligned with what like what michelle and i just said but there were a, a, a few out there that were like oh well, yeah you don't get to be the voice of all fans you don't get to be the gatekeeper for this you don't get and like and listen I, that's not what we're doing we're not coming on here or even on twitter trying to tell you that our opinion is absolute the only thing that deals in absolute are sith yeah. but what i would like to say swag jeff is that when you put out your opinion on the internet, 
for the world to see, sure. available for comment. There was somebody on there that said, <laughs> <laughs> how would you like it if people commented on your opinion? I'm like, it's Twitter. They do every time. Bro, I do three shows a week. <laughs> yeah, I hear a contrary opinion all day long. Like, it's crazy to me, Jeff. That, Anyways, I'll, I'll save that rant. <laughs> yeah. But like... Yeah, well, and yeah, I mean, when you put anything on the internet, you know, you're you're right now. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, roast I mean, our asses. Yeah, roast everybody. You know, I mean, because yeah, yeah I mean, if you're crazy enough to God. put something on the internet, then you know, yeah, you got to be ready for the backlash. You know, but you know, I'm I'm glad that you said what you said. That you know, I love the Raiders. You know, yeah. we obviously we we well, all we all we all love the Raiders and we'll love them forever. But it's more than it's more than the football team. It's yes. more than the play on the field. It's more than all those things. It's about the people in the chat. Mm -hmm. It's about, you know, it's about, you know, Fabricator Gill with a $20 donation. Thank you, Gil. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Raiders right till there. I die. My kids are also womb to the tomb. That's right. Pineapple with a $20 donation says being a Raider is a lifestyle. Ah, yeah. And you know what? And yes. I couldn't agree yes. more with that. You know, I, I'll i preface all this to say this guy puts out this thing, which... Okay, you do that. I wouldn't have done that. No. You know, if you wanted to step away from the team, just step just do away. it. Just step away. Because when you put it out there, and awesome that you put it out there, you know, by screenshotting your notes on Apple. Like, I mean, <laughs> maybe be a little more formal, but have a press conference if you want to. I, whatever have you a need press to do. Conference. Whatever you need to do. Now we're talking. Oh. I wouldn't do that. You know, I mean, so do your thing. But you know, I'm not my personality and who I am as a man mm. and as a person is not the Raiders. I love the yes. Raiders. I love my Lord and Savior. I love my wife. I love my kids. I love you guys. And I love the Raiders. Mm -hmm. It's top five on my list. Yep. It ain't it doesn't define me. And if it defines you, get out. Get out. Get out. You have to. You have to. If the success of your favorite football team makes or breaks you, you got a freaking problem. Get another hobby. Get into religion. Get to know Jesus. <laughs> Get married. Get a girlfriend. Knock a girl up. Do something. Gonna, you don't, don't do, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> do something else something with your life. Something that doesn't include wins and do losses. Do something else with your life. Yeah. But all that being said, and respect to this guy. <laughs> I'm not telling you how to fan. I'm not telling you how to fan. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. But this guy put out a thing. <laughs> Just hit whatever button you. because I'm on a rant. You. you hit a button. That ain't true. That ain't true. That's not true. Say what you will. You know, this guy puts out this thing. Or says he's fat. <laughs> he didn't do that, but he did a lot of other stuff. Ego. He said, uh, I'm a 40-year fan. Yeah. I became a fan in 1983. Uh, the Raiders were great then. They sure I were. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And you've been a fan for how long? And all the shit shows that you've seen over the Freak course of the Jeff. last 40 years. Dude, this is what did this it. This is what did it for you? Josh McDaniel, a one and two start. You don't remember when we were two and fourteen? The first year John Gruden came back. Woo. 
You don't remember those mid 2000 and early 2010 years? You don't remember all the crazy shit that happened? You don't remember Lane Kiffin getting fired by Al Davis in front of a projector? You don't remember any of this shit? This is what did it for you. The 2023 one and two start, and it's a rocky start. Mm -hmm. It's a bad start, but you got some (laughs) things to root for. It's a bad one. It's a bad one, but you got Max Crosby, you got Devontae Adams, you got some things that you can maybe be a little bit optimistic about, and this is where you just tapped out. You said, I'm done. I don't know, man. Like... I'm not questioning it just anybody. Felt like an attention. I'm not. That's I'm not questioning is, I, anybody's it. fandom, and I do think you're right. Yeah. I think we're at an age right now where somebody just wanted just wants an to be attention heard. grab. So I, I want to be heard. Find the Raiders booster club in your area and connect with Raider Nation. And then y'all Let's can do this together. That's, that's what it's all about, you right? You know yeah, because I mean? it is us, you want to check out. I mean, we're one and two. We just had two <laughs> shit-ass performance. Games, and really, yeah. you could argue that we had three shit-ass performance because that 17-16 to 16 victory over the Broncos that good. Yeah, ain't that looking good. too good. Yeah, that ain't good. looking too You're good. So, you know, but but yeah, exactly. but like Raider Nation is what it's all about, right? Yeah. You know, so connect with a friend. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I'm telling you, it's like some of the greatest fan bases in the world when and you hey, see real some, quick. Okay, go. Uh, yeah, go Ro Code said that Jesus isn't a hobby, and I don't think that's what you were saying. I was no, just want to make sure. Jesus is a hobby. Is, I, I was think you were just saying a hobby. Or get to know G like that, that's not get yeah, something yeah, that, that was, not, was higher yeah, than you. Not, no, yeah. I just want to make is, sure you, I is, know you weren't saying that. No, the greatest that's, in the world. Yeah. But you know, and uh, to each your own. But uh that, but yes, you know, yeah. but yeah, but like, you know, like Raider Nation is what it's all about. Like, yeah. I mean, if I'm uh, if I'm out on the street or whatever and I see someone rocking a shield, I'm like, Raiders. Every time. You know what I mean? Like, that's more special than yeah, watching the games on Sunday. It, yes. I mean, frankly, I mean it's it. I mean, like what we always say, Raider Nation. It's fam, it's La Familia, That's and right. that ain't a freaking joke, man. Absolutely. Like this is legit. This is for life. Mm-hmm. So if you tapping out, then you know, I hope you get well, and you know, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't, All right. the, the end. All right, let's yeah, go. The, let's the let's end, go. The Move end, on. All right, here, here we go. Let's hear from Uncle Mosh. <laughs> Las Vegas, a city without a pro football team, in a world gone mad. What can we do about it? Acquire the most desired franchise in sports history? (laughs) Sin City, lost wages, home of the Elvis weddings, and 24-hour debauchery. But finally, a match made in heaven. The Oakland, LA, Oakland Raiders have landed in the desert with the Death Star as their home. And to celebrate beyond your imagination has come three individuals hosting the most irreverent show while paying homage to the storied history of this franchise. Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swaggy J, and Michelle taking a lighter side journey into the dark side. <laughs> so, to take a lighter side journey into the dark side, we're yeah. going to listen to Devontae Adams' comments, which is, listen, man, I'm telling you, or I'm trying. I, I, I will say this. I am doing my best to keep this thing light, Raider Nation, but I'm telling you, man, the timeline... The conversations, like, it was in shambles this week. I want to keep the vibes high and have a good time. But, man, like, I I mean, if we're going to be relevant to the current state of the Raiders, 
we got to go through some of this stuff, man, because this is what's going on. You know, we can, I can, hey, listen, you want me to do a show for two hours about Kenny Stabler? I'm your guy. You know what I mean? But if we're going to talk about the current state of the Raiders, then like, we got to get into some of this stuff. And so, all right, so let's check in with about this, this game. Uh, let's check in with Devontae Adams, because here's what the thing, if anything's going to get Josh McDaniels gone, it's going to be losing the locker room. Yeah. And so I will, um, I'll give props to, I believe this was Vinny Bond Sr. that asked the question, how are you going to keep it together as a team, as players in the locker room, and keep this thing from splintering? Devante, what do you guys have to do to make sure that you find the answers and not splinter here? Because there, this can be a trying situation. We got to be real with ourselves, man. When we we get these uh, we, we get this, these opportunities to come after you know watch tape together and, and do these constructive things, we got to get something out of it. And that's not just talking and doing all of that, but it's about putting it to action, figuring out what's wrong, and doing something about it, so that when we go out there the next time, it looks different. It's not supposed to just be a week of just talking about shit. We got to go out there and do it. And, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the theme of this year is doing it, not just talking about it and figuring out what we need to do. We did all that last year. This year, we got to be about it. I love that. We, it's, it's time to stop talking about it. We got to be about it. And so, uh, Michelle, I'm going to throw it to you first. Okay. Um, you, oh, gosh, I don't even I, And I want to go down the same negative path again. I'll just, <laughs> let's, let's, okay, let's look at what the Raiders can do, okay? Okay, okay. Let's, let's keep it on that. Fr- so, in order for Josh McDaniels to not lose the locker room, winning cures everything, right? right? Um, have we gotten to a point already where it's time for him to start to turn loose of his plan, mm-hmm. of his schemes, of his whatever, and allow for more flexibility in the offense and or any position on the field? Because when we look at like a Hunter Renfro, who is completely regressed, I mean, all the Oof. way down to nothing. You got to take one of the guys who was the best slot receivers in football and has regressed down into nothing. Like, like what else? Okay, I'll, I'll phrase the question this way. What else besides kind of turning loose a little bit of it could he do as a head coach to prevent the players? Remember, we're talking in the context of keeping the locker room together and for them to still feel and have some domain over yeah. what's going on because right now it's starting to starting to drift a little bit. Yeah. So in my layman's brain, because I don't, I'm not worried about people's salaries and people's this and that and the other. Sure. Sure. I feel like it has to be something substantial because Jimmy doing the cha-cha every time he gets the ball, even if there's no pressure that even if that's your guy, even if that's your guy, let's, if he continues to do that and throw in the, you know, interception stuff, let's see what Aiden O'Connell can do. Let's see what he is capable of if we're at a point where I think he needs to make something major, even if it's like going to Patrick Graham and being like, listen, dude, you got to do something different. Cause, and I'm not saying he's the problem because I don't think he is. I really feel like McDaniels, his rigidity is going to be the death of him because it's like his way. I think that's what happened with Derek. Like Derek's trying to make plays at the line and he's seeing things and he's wanting to do things different and – Josh McDaniels, apparently, I mean, I don't know. I just know what no, we're that's, told that's, that's is that he was told, like, yeah. do what I told, do what I tell you to do, period. And I think his rigidity is going to be what absolutely obliterates him as a head coach. Do something big. All right. So swag, Jeff, we know Jimmy's in and great comments here, Michelle. Yeah. Um, we know that Jimmy is now in concussion protocol and yeah. likely won't play. Yeah. 
if if O'Connell doesn't start yep. doing riot, yep. throw it. Yeah, riot. Throw it yeah, yeah. You know, we we uh, and Michelle and I talked about this. Uh, it was it was so funny. Sidetrack. <laughs> were you guys yeah. having a quiet meeting without we me knowing about it? We were having a quiet meeting. Why? And tell them why. Because you always say save it for the, save show. It for the show. But we save can't it for the show. So so Raider Nation. Nice so, so Mur- Murph is in the back. <laughs> so betrayed. Uh, shut up. So Murph is. You, Murph, you shut up, penis. Murph is. Uh, Murph is. Uh, Murph is in the bathroom. Speaking of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> How do you know? Sh- Maybe it was an ass. <laughs> shut up, Manscaped. Um, he was, he's checking out his work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, already in there whacking his weeds. <laughs> whacking his weeds in there. Hey, don't tell us about your life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah. so yeah, so Michelle and I were yeah. and Whispering. Michelle goes, We gotta be quiet. We don't want Murph here. <laughs> and I said, I said, I got you. And like every time he heard like my chair squeak, Michelle would be like, Oh my god, coming? Murph. he's coming. No, I yeah. actually no said bullshit. though, I no bullshit. said my favorite no, thing you've ever I, I actually said we can't talk about this because Murph's, Murph's gonna, gonna hear us. I said, and I, he said, I, I said, got hey, your we back. Gotta keep it down. Dad's gonna walk in and get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but no. So anyway, so, you know, so but, but we did talk it. about that. So yes, so Jimmy G is still in concussion protocol. I've never been more disappointed. I, than you no, yeah. you, no, it's you should the be proud. Disappointment that hurts. Yeah, you should. You should be proud. Uh, but no, so, listen, if if that's what you guys want to do, and I'm not around. It's you're not fine. mad. You're just disappointed. No, it's 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 fine. If it's that's fine. what you I learned it by watching you. You remember that? You remember that drug commercial? Yes. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, so yeah. So, so, so Jimmy G's in concussion protocol. And oh, I yes. feel like the cutoff is like pretty soon. Like, uh, if he's still in concussion yeah. protocol by like tomorrow, yeah. he can't play. He he can't, or whatever. Playing, man. I don't think he's going to play. I don't think there's been a player yet this year <laughs> I'm tell- that's freaking played that's exactly. went into concussion protocol. I mean, look no, at Jacoby Myers. Well, and you know what I mean? We said, right. we said that too yeah. in our secret meeting. Our- uh, <laughs> damn it, you guys. Yeah, Knock well, that yeah. shit off. Well, I'm just saying. Um, you plotting on me? <laughs> it's the Murph fan cape takeover, you know. Yeah, but but you know, but like, but really, like you know, Marcos if, Perez is, is Murph rigid about the pod? No kidding. Damn yeah. right I am. We Holy got certain cow. rules well, it's around here. It's called Murph's fan cave for a reason. Goddamn uh, right. Yeah, not, so, not Raider Nation yeah, fan cave or no, whatever. Hell no, it ain't swag cave. It's no, so, no, but, no. but for real though, because we, we want to have the freshest takes on the show. Yeah. And so when you we guys start talking about it fresh before the hell. show. Yeah. It's still fresh. Nah, ain't that it's fresh. fresh to you and everyone else. <laughs> but it's fresh to you because we, we were secretly secret talking about it. You guys have already done this shit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah. Right. But but yeah, but but all that being said, Jimmy G's in concussion protocol more than likely probably won't play. You know, uh, but you know, I'm telling you. If we see, I mean, you think we're nation You're grounded by the way. Shut <laughs> up and let me get my point across. Jimmy G Jimmy G is in concussion protocol. <laughs> Suck it, bro. To, to, to today, Junior. Jimmy G is in sorry. concussion protocol. <laughs> Murph <Yeah>. Caesar. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Raider Loco, that's amazing. We're on the same team. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry. <sighs> if we see. Go on, Jeff. If we see freaking Brian Hoyer. If we see Brian oh, Hoyer. Shit. What? Sorry, I'm just reading. I'm sorry. I'm going to show Oh, up. you're reading chat. I'm putting myself on mute. Oh, okay. Put yourself on mute. If we see <laughs> Brian Hoyer suit up as QB1 against the freaking Dolts, you think Raider Nation's mad now? Oh, Raider Nation will be all kinds of tore up, yeah. Michelle. I'm right. Like, at that point. If, if we don't see the kid, yeah. if 
freaking Jimmy G can't go, you're gonna see Raider. Na- you're gonna see a lot more people writing letters of resignation from Raider Nation. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to see Hoyer. No one. Nobody wants, wants to see Hoyer. We've seen ass. enough of Hoyer. We've and seen him. We've seen him over 18 years. You saw the picture that the Raiders Put Pat posted Sajak him. Jack in. I mean, <laughs> you got. I mean, I'm telling you, man. If know. we don't see the kid, <sighs> come on. Like, what, what are we, are we doing? doing? Like for real what though. Are like we what doing? are we doing? Because like I've gotten to the point where I, I I really feel like this. Like we've we've gone through the discussion road before around <laughs> the benefit of hitting on a young quarterback and the benefits of you know being able to take advantage of the rookie salary cap when it comes to quarterback. I know the chat's going I'm crazy sorry. in here. And Ron like, no, is a, using my favorite emoji of all time. What is the picture of me? It says is my yeah. F face. It says F this place. I'm going to move out and create my own fan cave. No. <laughs> Kill James said, you're not my dad. <laughs> Swag said, you're not my dad. Oh my, oh my gosh, Foxy Scorpio Murphs will give you something to I cry can't. about. That's right. Well, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, hey, look, is, yeah, I'm all sorry. The, yeah. Okay. Here's we all did you, go off the rails. That's okay. No, I love it. Hey, I love it, Foxy I love it. Scorpio, I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> One and two. <laughs> there you go. That's why that's we're all. laughing. That's to why keep we're laughing. Crying. Crying. That's exactly yeah. right. That's exactly. So what right. else did Devontae Adams what say? Was, uh, no, but I was getting ready to make a point. What was it? Him. Make a point. Oh yeah. Oh shoot! I was on a roll there too. Damn it! What was it? Uh, oh, nothing like getting interrupted when you're on a roll, Murph. <laughs> wow, is there something wrong with your with your something wrong with your camera and your sound there, Jeff? I don't know what's going on. Wow, <laughs> go figure. It's Murph's fan cave. All right, let's, let's listen to more. Devontae. Easy hot dog. Oh hey, 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 hey! What do you say to your teammates after a game like that? <laughs> um, I mean, I haven't said anything. Sometimes you need. Um, you need some time to process and figure out what exactly to say. So, you know, we heard from coach and we had a few conversations individually, but, uh, you know, it's tough because Kill Jada this, says this is a really good team. War. We have a lot of potential. <laughs> I would say that. Not a good team until you, you prove it. But uh, this team has some potential. We got the players. We just got to figure out how to play together uh, on both sides of the ball and stop putting ourselves in, in such um, tough to overcome positions. You know, and we, we had way too many of those today and you know, whether it's penalties or, you know, sacks or, you know, we didn't make the play outside, whatever it was, got to take care of the ball. And it's just, that's not how you, you know, you, you, we look at all these analytics and all these things, teams that have won with the, you know, the turnover battle and all these things, and it don't mean until you go out there and you play ball. And we just, we, we're having a tough time consistently doing that right now. And I don't want to act like it's all crazy. It's, you know, it's week three, but I don't got time to wait around, you know. And it's not a personal thing. I mean, it is a personal thing, but... It ain't just about me, but I mean, it's not my mentality to sit here and try to take all season to figure it out. You use these early games like this to establish our identity, and we uh, we not doing things the right way to, to establish a winning culture um, early in the season. So we got to do something to, to turn that around. All right. So I don't think he was speaking specifically towards leadership, towards coaching, and in, in, in the front office there. But when he talks about if we're not doing the things that 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 are building a winning culture. I don't have time for this. Like, Oof. like those are strong that words. That's very, it scares me too. And so here's what I, and I remembered what I was going to say, and it kind of dovetails into, into these comments. So here's kind of the, the, the gist of it. I, I think the NFL's become a league where aside from taking advantage of the rookie wage scale that's gone on, you can't win effectively enough throughout the course of now a very long regular season to get your team into positions to play meaningful games 
in December and January when we come late in the season and then into the playoffs. While I think that there's still a high value and a necessity around having a good defense and a running game, those things are what closes out games for you at the latter parts of the year and, and in the in the postseason. But prior to that, you have to have a franchise quarterback. Yeah. You have to have somebody that is really effective and really good at their job to propel you for those first, whatever, two-thirds, three-quarters of the season to get you into those positions. And then, like, when you look at the way that, like, the, the game is played now, you don't get quarterbacks, quote, to, unless you're Patrick Mahomes and he's a unicorn, so save yeah. me that conversation. Yeah. You don't get players taken over in the postseason as much when it comes to quarterbacks. I'm not saying they don't have good performances and all those kinds of things. But it's like, no one's like, lighting it up. Like, you look at, the, like, even like you think about like the 07 Patriots. Like, Tom Brady was lighting it up to Randy Moss all year long. But as soon as you start putting him on his ass, that's what? That's it. Ball game. Because you don't have a running game and you don't have a great defense. And like, sure. those are the things that, that win. Oh, so my point is this. To go back to your comment, by not starting Aiden O'Connell and finding out right now whether he's... What do we got? What do we got? I think that it's a mistake by head coaches and GMs to not do two things in the current state of the NFL. One is build your defense and then swing on getting and landing your franchise quarterback until you do. That's I, I think that this idea of oh, I can get my guy that plays my system and we can plug him in. Ah, bullshit. That's, they don't work anymore. <clears throat> Look at what the Jets did. They built a badass defense and swung for the fences on their quarterback. Now, it didn't work out, obviously, because he got hurt, yeah. right? Well, look at what, what Philly did. They built a defense, and even though they had Carson Wentz, who was on an MVP track before he got hurt, what'd they do? They swung. Drafted Jalen Hurts. Drafted Jalen yeah. Dang Hurts, and look what happened. Now look at one of the best teams in the NFL. Well, what did the Bengals well, do? Well, hold on. Okay. Well, what the Bengals have done? Built a badass defense, and even though that they weren't winning, it allowed them to go draft Joe Burrow. You get a badass quarterback, and now all of a sudden you've got a great defense. I'm telling you, like, I feel like if I'm a GM, if I'm Dave Ziegler, like, I'm insisting that Aiden O'Connell plays because if he's not the guy, well, then we're going to swing. We're going to we move on. We need to know quick. We got to find out quick because you look at, like, what's Bryce Young doing in Carolina? Not so great. And although he's an Ohio State quarterback, CJ um, um, CJ Stroud, Stroud. Mm-hmm. is freaking balling. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, looking pretty good. And oh yeah, by the way, so is Will Armstrong, their defensive stud that they drafted. Like all of a sudden, Will like, Anderson. What I say, Will Armstrong. That's what I meant. Sure. That's his brother. Same. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? But like, so it's starting <laughs> to change brother. their yeah, well, narrative. But like, but and, like, and oh yeah, they've got a young, innovative head coach. There you Instead go. Instead of the retread, now they've got a young, innovative head coach plus a stud on defense plus now a quarterback. Like. Right. The Texans are going to dominate the, the freaking South, the, the AFC South. Quickly. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and speaking of the AFC quickly. South, look what the Titans are doing. You know, they've got a guy that they're paying a lot of money in, Ryan Tannehill, a very mm. similar situation to what the Raiders are in, you know, because they're ass as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, but they've got a guy that they're paying a lot of money to. Mm-hmm. But then what they do? Last year they drafted a quarterback. This year they drafted a quarterback, and they're seeing yeah. what's going to stick. It's only a matter of time before Ryan Tannehill gets benched, and they put in either Malik Willis or Will Levis. And that the only mean- reason he's there is because he's so damn high paid. Uh-huh. Otherwise, uh-huh. Tannehill's long reason. gone. By the only now. reason. Yeah. So 
you know, yes, I understand that it's a business and it's about money. And long term, we're not going to see anybody but number 10 under center, you know, and I hope he thrives and does well. But like, you know, but if Jimmy G is injured and hurt, any opportunity you can get to see the kid, see the guy. Mm. What's our future going to be? Do we have a guy or do we not have a guy? You know what I mean? Aiden O'Connell balled out in the preseason. He was fantastic. Loved every second of it. We were there and watched the home opener yep, in San Francisco. Sure did, we man. watched him light them some yeah. bitches up. It was fantastic. But let's get him in real game situation. Right. Let's get it 1v1s. Let's see what we actually have, you know, and then for a game and then put Jimmy back in when he's not hurt anymore. Yeah. You know, whatever. But like... To circle it back around, nobody in Raider Nation wants to see Brian Hoyer. No, you know well, about so, deflating a so, fan base. I man. mean, I'm telling you. So, 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 if freaking Josh McDaniels puts in Brian Hoyer over Aiden O'Connell, if Jimmy can't go, yeah, there's a problem. I think as quickly as these guys' futures are decided, you can't wait. You have to, and I know a lot of people are like, well, you know, Jimmy G's paid a lot and blah, 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 and I get that. But at the end of the day, I know the money is a big deal and and, and those guys are in there calculating all that shit, but wins are what you want. And Brian Hoyer, he's not going to give us wins. We need, and But we don't know if Aiden O'Connell can give us wins. So let's see. And you have to do it quickly. Throw him. I don't want to say, I'm not trying to say like throw him into the fire and get him, you know, his ass beat up. But like other quarterback, other teams do this shit quickly. Yes. Why thank you. can't thank we you. do it? I'm sorry. No, I just got like irritated. No, I love it. no do it. I love Go it. for like, it. Uh, the Texans, like you would think they were going to be shitty for the next 10 years. They got rid of Deshaun Watts. Like, I mean, why are y'all, I was about giving people time. I was, but now I'm like, fuck, mm, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, you did. I'm like, fix it now. Like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Other teams do it all the time. Like, you're talking about the Jets. Like, they're doing it quickly. Why? What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? I'm Hoyer's not it. We know that. I think we know that. Absolutely, I'm with you. I'm, yeah. I, again, I'm. I'm. I think that it, it, we've got to settle into this idea that teams got to swing for defense, swing on a franchise quarterback. And if you don't, you're doing it wrong. That's like it. there's. It, it's not like you, you know. And even if it, say we had okay, I'll give you one scenario where I could maybe see it. We win 13 games last year. You know, AFC Championship team, whatever. And Derek decides to retire. Mm. All right, he hangs him up. And you've got to, like, oh, shit. Now we've got this really good football team. We don't have a leader. Let's go ahead and get somebody that is plug and play because he's already surrounded by all these phenomenal pieces, and let's see if we can make a run, right? I That kind of a scenario, I could get it. Outside of that, give me the Sean McVay formula. Yeah. Build your damn defense You've got Jared Goff, who took you to a Super Bowl. Right. And he said, you know what? Not enough. We're going to swing for defenses. We're going to get Matthew Stafford. And guess what? Championship. Yep. That's what First it's freaking all First about, year. man. That's what you've got to do. Anyway, so, all right. Swag Jeff, take us to a break. And then uh, let's do a quick Raiders and pop culture. And then here we go to get into the sea of fans. You're listening to The Violator. And I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby? 
Oh, wow. Look at that. Wow. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Wow. Shout out to Chat yeah, Swag absolutely. Jeff, and especially so we, that big one. Yeah, right. absolutely. So we got Lorenzo Quarez in there, um, uh, Raider Loco, Mud Sharks in there, T3 Sports Guy, our buddy T Hom's in there, uh, the Grumpy Ass Raider fans in there, Ju- uh, Justin uh, Tolman's in there, Stacy Rough Raider, Pirate 1975, Storm, uh, and our good buddy Intel. So, Intel, man, much respect. He says, Love you guys. A $100 donation. Big much, much, much respect, dude. It's been a couple of weeks since we've seen you, man. So welcome uh, back awesome, and thanks man. for the Thank love, you, man. man. That's, yeah. that's much respect. Too dude. kind, man. Of course, 100% of that money uh, yeah. is going to go to the One Nation Foundation. Mm, yeah, that's our nonprofit that gives to strictly, strictly Raiders-related charities. And so with your generosity this year, Raider Nation, we were able to raise uh, a couple thousand dollars for the Raider Dad folks and then also $15,000 for the Bolitnikoff <laughs> Foundation. Fantastic. That we're going we're to, we can't wait to present that check uh, on your behalf uh, this a November over a 3rd. Month. Uh, a little over a month, man. It's coming, oh, yeah. coming up quick. Crazy. Coming up quick. Got the reservations in. Yeah. We're going to have a good time in Vegas. So, hey, see you at the tailgate. Oh, hey, by the way, Gil, if you're still watching, I need to hit hey, you up. Yeah, we're coming <laughs> to your oh, tailgate. we're coming yeah. to your tailgate, we're guys. We're coming to your tailgate. <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, uh, and I've, been, I've meant to message Gil this week, and I haven't done it yet, but appreciate you, uh, Gil, very much. Anybody else that's going to be out there, uh, yeah, definitely come link up mm-hmm. with us there uh, for the Raider tailgate against the, uh, against the Giants, which – you know, I thought it was a pretty winnable game for us. Question mark. Question mark. We might not win another game. Listen. It's a sad reality. It is rough out here in these Raider streets. There's no doubt. Screets. Rough. <laughs> rough in these streets. Yeah, but you know we'll all be in that silver and black no you matter what. Damn, right. oh, damn right. You're damn right. Damn right. Damn right. We all right, not so, win another game. Uh, so for speaking <laughs> of, of of guys that rep the silver and black, so I'm going to jump over into Raiders and pop culture. Yes. This is yeah. where we feature, uh, you know, the Raiders will occasionally get mentioned and brought up in you know, commercials or TV shows or music or movies or any, anything like that. And so we like to feature those. And a lot of times we got to go into the Wayback Machine uh, for a lot of this stuff. But there's, you know, there's been seemingly here lately from the I Am Virgo uh, comments about the Raiders, uh, from that TV show to this TV show, which is called This Fool. Okay? Okay. Okay, This Fool, it's on Hulu. I've not seen the show before. Okay. Uh, but someone sent us this clip and said, hey, this would be a killer um, clip for you guys for your Raiders and pop culture. Okay. So shout out the folks that uh, at uh, the, the the producers or whatever at this fool uh, and check this out. And I think this is, you know, sometimes when you're watching a Raider game and you we all we all kind of talked about this uh, a little bit pre-show when people are talking during the Raider game, <laughs> it's pretty annoying. Like. It ain't a watch. It's a watch party, not a talk party. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Uh, So let's check out what the folks are. This and I wish I knew the character's name, but anyways, I'm sure somebody in the chat room does. Let's check out to this guy settling in on his couch. He's got like a bowl of cereal or something there. He's getting ready to eat, and uh, there's a bunch of people behind the couch talking. I don't mean to be rude, but if you wouldn't mind shutting your fucking mouth, I'm trying to watch a Raiders. (laughs) Did you hear that? Do it again. I don't mean to be rude, but if you wouldn't mind shutting your fucking mouth, I'm trying to watch a Raiders. Was that me? <laughs> right? Love that. So good. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. 
His body thrown. It is. All right, so hey, so if you tuned in late, uh, where the hell were you? So, uh, so we do have a, uh, and and if you see me right here, I'm rocking the manscape, man. Uh, so manscape, uh, your balls will definitely thank you for this. Yeah, so, so right yeah, there, so right. hey, so uh, go to manscaped. Anything you buy, use promo code Murph. That is M U R F Murph. Uh, we need some people to use that promo code. It's twenty percent off, but manscaped is like willing to like. Join us long term. Become mm-hmm. a part of the Made of the Made Men to support yeah. the One Nation Foundation. So if you need anything, whether it be nut trimmers, whether it be <laughs> whether it be the nose spray. trimmers, the foot spray. So if you're like me, if you're like Lamont, anybody that wears work boots all the time every day to mm-hmm. work, your feet are stanky, bro. Yeah. Your feet are real stanky, and they need to be. It's and hot they, out and there. They, it's it's hot out here in these streets, man. So so uh, so spray them feet with the foot dusters. You get that right there. They just came out with all the cologne. Yeah. The cologne smells really. I think really Devin's good. gonna get the cologne. They, oh, yeah, they, got, go. they, got, they got lotions. They got the T-shirt that I'm rocking tonight. They got underwear that is. So silky smooth. So anything like that. Promo code MERV. Help us out because we want a sponsorship like for the long term from the Manscaped folks. So so get in the mix, man. So hey. uh, Thank you, Manscaped. Yeah. 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 So hey, so more of us and less of, or more of. That's it. Us. More of them and less of us. Whatever. Whatever. Just go with it. Yeah. You got it. Call us and email us and shit. (laughs) I don't think he had it. (laughs) So you can call and email us and shit at a couple different places. What is the oh, show? Damn it, man. Uh, you can email the show anytime at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That's S-H-O-W at Raiders Fan Radio. You can also call the show at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And uh, if we play your message on the show three times, you can become a made man or a made woman. Or you can email us an indefinite amount of times and become a made man or a made woman. And we've got an absolute ton of... Of, of uh, voicemails and emails tonight. So uh, let, let's pray for Michelle because <laughs> she's got the heavy lifting tonight uh, to read these emails. Uh, and if you want to tap us, one of us in at any time, we'll be glad to help out. Uh, but in the meantime, let's check in with Michelle as she goes through your emails. And there's like, I don't know, 10 of these. Yeah, it's so a lot. Great Thick. stuff. Like a book. Like a book. So anyways, appreciate everybody that did that tonight because, again, this com- this show is best when it's conversational. And mm-hmm. so thank you all of those of you tonight. And Michelle, who do we got? All right, we got Hooligan Nation first. Evening, RFR crew. Hooligan Nation here once again. You know, I really wasn't sure if I would even email today. After the debacle that was our home opener, I wasn't sure if I could say much that would be positive. I thought long and hard about what I'd say. Well, here's something good that came out of the weekend. The donkeys got their ass handed to them by the chickens of the sea. Carry on. Oh, yeah. And go Raiders. Just win, baby. Nice. Yeah, yeah, true. You really have to look at the... The other shit shows that are going on oh to forget about your own yeah, shit Yeah, right? Show. Yeah, yeah, we're not that level of yeah. suck. Thank goodness. <laughs> All right, we got Daniel Mangus next. Dear RFR, well, shit. After a, disappoint- <laughs> yeah. After a disappointing loss to the Raiders, the Raiders sit at one and two. And now McDaniels, in my opinion, is playing for his job. If he loses to the dumbass Staley, his seat will be so hot, he won't even be able to sit. I was seeing the same BS as last year on offense and inability to sustain drives, and that's going to cost us a lot of games. So who's up next? The L.A. Super Chokers. We can beat this team because Staley is a dumbass. 
He will Preach. find a way. Yeah, he will find a way to blow the game. Plus, it's just the confidence boast this team needs. I can see it now. Raiders win 24-20, and Monday morning the Chargers fire their head coach and cry in the cellar of the division with the donkeys. Here's to hoping that happens. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus. P.S. Swag, I'm sending the jersey on Saturday, so be on the lookout and please send me a video of Charlie opening it. Love oh, to see how he nice. Oh, that's precious. That's sweet. Yeah, Very yeah, cool. yeah. Much Thank respect. You. Much, Much respect. respect. Love those brothers. Speaking of brothers, this is Matthew Mangus. Hey, hey. Matthew. Uh, get ready, Murph. Oh, okay. Oh, the potty mouth Mangus. <laughs> get ready? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hello, RFR family. Pre- nope. <laughs> Prepare-, <laughs> Prepare the bleep button. Why the... Did we lose to the Steelers? Why does this happen to us? I mean, why? That's it. I've seen enough of Coach McDonald's. Yes, McDonald's, because he's a clown with a capital C. No innovation on offense, nothing on defense. It's the same shit that won us six games last year, and now we could very well be on our way to a three-win season. I'm so tired of losing. I'm tired of being the most dysfunctional organization in the NFL. Mark Davis has no idea how to get this organization on the right track on the field i'm done with coach mcdonald's he will be referred to as coach mcdonald's until he proves to me that he can win consistently right now they should rank the season and prepare to go after marvin harrison jr with a new head coach rant over i'm now off to drown my sorrows in microbiology stay safe raider nation matthew m (laughs) pissed off raiders fan two-time gemini man winner P.S. Fire Coach McDonald's. Wow. What a good run there. And also, that was good. We did great. That that was great. (laughs) You know, I I love how the Mingus boys, they're so hot and cold with with Coach McDonald's. They are. They they love them when we win, and they hate them when we lose. Absolutely. Same. Yeah, yeah, good stuff there, Michelle. We're like the rhythm set. We're like John Bonham and John Paul Jones. I love it. Okay, ready? Because it's coming. Okay. All right, not yet. Okay. All right. <laughs> that was a test. I'm at work, so email it is. This is Y.O. Raider. Oh, Wyoming hey, Raider. Wyoming Raider. Oh, yeah, definitely get I'll the try to keep it ready. clean. <laughs> Should be easier as I'm typing and not ranting on the phone. What the actual is going on? Guess not, but what the hell was that Squealers game bullshit? Are we channeling our inner Amari Cooper? We have a team of lions, and we are being led by donkeys oh. how the hell does graham still have a job put uncle mosh in he's right there and he has at least a normal size testes our current oh. <laughs> shut up man's uh, yeah, shut up. <laughs> our, Your current... Boss, <laughs> our current coaching staff is acting like they have the balls of a bull gerbil we have the dogs on the team using them, or get the hell out of the way and let someone with some stones coach for sake. Even the stupid ass, now here's a guy, Collinsworth, was talking about the Steelers' rivalry, and I know our players know what that means, but our coaches have our team ready for a damn parade in San Francisco and not ready for a damn game. Sure, we beat the Donkeys, great, but it was an as ugly as Andy Reid's baby pictures. Oh, it probably are ugly. We've been Aww. getting out coached ever fat. since. Cause it's that's why. <laughs> We've been <laughs> I bet he does have a fat baby picture. I'm just guessing. We've been getting out coached ever since. The Bills are great, sure, but we should have been way more competitive than that. The Pittsburgh Squealers absolutely should have been a W. We have dogs on the team, a lot of them. The shit's unacceptable. Our coaching needs to our coaching needs to pull their heads out of their asses and shove it back in a damn playbook. And why aren't we dressing Farva? 
Why the hell are we counting on <laughs> yes. Brian Hoyer? Dress O'Connell and get his ass ready for when Pretty Boy gets hurt and the champions of Ugly can step up. Kick Nutless Graham out today. Put Uncle Mosh in. Dress Aiden. Give your balls a tug. Remember that you have them. <laughs> and if dipshit... Mick dipshit doesn't get his shit corrected. I'm going to run down to Vegas and shove that GD visor up his ass. So far, the bill will tickle his tonsils. Raya, Wyoming Raider. No. Go Raiders. Damn right. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) These are good. These are freaking good. Also, too. I'm pretty proud of myself because I've had a few of these white car surgeries. Crushing it over there. Just saying. Yeah, you are. Maybe I was built for this. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) built different, bro. (laughs) Cuh. You built different, cuh. So yeah, somebody called me cuh. On Twitter on this Twitter. week. That's, what that's we're, why we that's, keep that's why we're joking about the three it, yeah. best cuz that we anyone have. have. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. I had to get refreshed. Okay. Go, yeah. All right. Here we have. Refresh oh, your ass. This is T Hom. Here we go. Hey, T Hom. Now I'm going to go off the rails probably because I just bragged on myself. Okay. I woke up this morning, <laughs> looked in the mirror, and asked myself, why am I still a Raiders fan? Despite all the depressing results of the past two weeks, I have come up with 10 reasons why I'm a still devoted fan oh, of the Silver Oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, Top this 10. is going to be good. Ready? Okay. David Letterman emailing. <laughs> Number one, <laughs> yeah. I love playing the villain. With the Raiders, it's always us against the world, so it simply fits. It always has, and it always will. Number two, I worked for McDonald's years and years ago, and I would never, ever consider working there again and wearing that stupid uniform. That includes any and all jerseys that resemble said uniform. Okay. Number three, I don't want to pull for a team that would likely require me to come down out of the stands and apply the Heimlich maneuver to the head coach. Fact for- <laughs> of the week. You look like melted ice cream. Ugh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Sandy's fat! Who's fat? Too fat. Big fat fatty. Fat fatty. <laughs> Number four, I don't want to pull for any team that changes its uniforms components so often that a collection of three each of every jersey variation could clothe a small third world country. (laughs) Number five, it's too much fun to give up on the notion of constantly making fun of the Denver Broncos. Number six, I love it when another person accuses me of cheating regardless of whether I did or just simply kicked that person's ass on the playing field. Number seven, I love having the heroes like Ken Stabler and John Madden instead of doofuses like Brandon Staley or Kermit the Frog. Number eight, Metallica music simply rules. Oh, and our, that's true. That's good. Yeah. And our team doesn't have to get a worldwide music superstar to hang out in their private suite just so they can sell uh, more geez. merchandise. Yikes. Uh. Number nine. Oh, this is a good one. I love Woods and Whiskey. Mm. Oh, <laughs> nice. Number 10. When I put on my Raider swag, I know I'm representing, I'm representing the best fan base in sports, regardless of the year and regardless of the record. Al Davis was right. Even a colorblind person could see that black and white and silver is the universal color combination, brings in all people, and takes no prisoners. So some of you can take your weepy-ass, crybaby, thin-skinned fandom and go elsewhere. like it. Shots fired. If you are a true Raiders fan, you'll get me. If not, you'll eventually get it. P.S. Just a reminder for some, Derek Carr is no longer a Raider. T-Hom. Oh, nice. T-Hom. respect, dude. Okay. This, who is it? Oh, this is DJ Lenny Danger. Nice. Okay. Blessings, Murph, Swag, Michelle, and the RFR family. What can I say that hasn't been said already? Tomlin is a great coach, and that's facts. 
But aren't we supposed to have an offensive guru as our head coach? Mm. I'm pretty sure everyone who follows football knows our weekly game plan. Just game plan. Just throw it to Adams. We've become so one-dimensional that it's comical. How is it that an offensive guru can can't figure out how to get Renfro or our tight end oh, pause involved? Yeah. We couldn't beat a lackluster Steelers team. How can we be optimistic about beating any team on our schedule? As a fan from 1982, I'm so tired of losing seasons. I can't even blame the defense on this one. Our offense didn't do anything. Jimmy G needs to stop thinking he can air it out because he can't. Under throwing receivers or throwing it behind them, I thought we brought him in because he knows the system. He's looking just as lost as DC did. And did you see the happy feet? Holy crap. I thought I was watching a tap dancing competition out there. Mm. Anywho, I'm keeping this one short. My standout players would be as followed. Hobbs played good. Yes. Did. Diablo held his ground. Yep. Spillane played well. Crosby did his thing, but he needs to win more on his one-on-one matchups. Adams, nothing to say there. Jacoby, good second option. Losers, Jimmy G, McDaniels, and the Raiders. I'm DJ Lenny Danger, and I am out. Wow. Yeah, you know, and one thing we didn't talk about um, during all of our rants about this game is, uh, you know, and much respect to Marcus Peters. I love that guy. Mm. Love that guy. Oh, that game changes, I'm right? I'm telling you, oh, man. it changes completely. It, it, the dynamic of the game changed when he dropped that pick six. Oh, and that was a He was going to the house, bro. Plate yeah. served up to him. I mean, yeah. I'm telling you, man, that was served that up hurt. on a silver platter, yeah, man. Like, and he that knew one, it. That's a good call. He knew it, happen. and Raider Nation knew it. Like, I mean, like, uh, if, if, if Raider Nation was anything like me, that ball touched his hand, and I was like, ah! Oh, oh yeah! Like it was one of those like moments Deflated like last us. year in the Chiefs game when when Deshaun Jackson caught the ball and oh, then fumbled it. It was like ah oh yeah. no! Like damn yeah. it! And it, what are yeah, we doing? Yeah, that, was that deflated you, and the momentum just it just yeah. aired never out, recovered. gone, yeah. never yeah. recovered. Yeah. All right, we have Carl Howard. Hey Carl, love the show. Need to vent, and somehow figured y'all <laughs> may relate. To how I feel. Probably. I posted this to my Facebook wall. An open letter to Mark Davis and the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, you're not quitting, are you? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like he's a lifer. I feel so. As a Raider fan, I'm frustrated. I do not speak for all of the Raider Nation, but I'm sure many will agree. I remember the pride of being a Raider fan. I remember Howie Long, Marcus Allen, and Tim Brown. I remember the Raiders playing a style of defense that was bordering on criminal. I remember Bo and Marcus owning most of any defender. I remember Gannon throwing to Rice, Brown, and Porter. I remember a commitment to excellence that wasn't a catchphrase. It was a lifestyle. Just Just win, baby, has turned into just show up, please. What happened to that standard? What happened to that commitment? We, the Raider Nation, have been force-fed substandard football for years. We have seen flashes like 2016 and 2021, only to have the team, staff, system, or all of the above completely overhauled for the following season. We seem to be constantly rebuilding, and there appears to be absolutely no continuity whatsoever. As we can see by the staffing and roster recently, it appears that the organization is trying to duplicate the success New England had by attempting to be New England. This will not work, because this is not the Raider way. The ground, pound, bomb offensive mentality is in the genetic makeup of the Raiders. A mean, nasty, almost felonious defense is in the Raiders' DNA. He ain't wrong. Come on. We need to get back to what the Raiders were. Explosive, dominating, exciting, and proud. 
As a person, you can only pretend to be something you're not for so long. And the same theory applies here. We are not New England. We are the Las Vegas Raiders. We need to be the Raiders again to be successful, and it's up to you to make that happen. Just win, baby. Carl Howard and frustrated Raider fans everywhere. Damn, Carl oh, Howard. That was a solid email. So, yeah. Have we solid. heard from Carl before? No, Carl's a new oh, emailer. Oh, a new emailer? Yeah, right. and I love that. Uh, borderline. He's in the chat a lot, yeah. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Borderline felonious, man. That's I legit, like that. dude. Good Keep job, doing Carl. That. Carl, you become a made Carl. man. Bro. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, that Absolutely. was a good. That was good. All right, we got Vegas Raider Pete. Hey, Pete. I can't believe what I heard you say on Silver and Black today, Murph. Uh-oh. I guarantee you Ziggler and McDaniels hurt more and take losses harder than anyone. <laughs> the O-line is terrible. So far, Jimmy G almost got broken half. Oh, that was rough. Yeah, that yeah, speeds up the quarterback when you can't run or protect. Oh, that speeds up the quarterback when you can't run or protect the quarterback. I listen to and hear all day of Raider Nation Radio. If there was a locker room fracture, I would have heard it. Truth is, except for a few plays here and there with bad calls, these failures are on the players. They're making the mistakes. McDaniels came from New England where they won six. They know what a winning team looks like. This is on the players. 66 should be benched. A few others that aren't pulling their weight. I like guys who blow coverage. Steelers game, we beat ourselves. It's one game. Next Sunday, game starts at 0-0. People calm down. We have 14 weeks to go. Take them one at a time. Players are taught to not get too high when you win or low when you lose. Fans should take that advice. We're not the Broncos 0-3 who gave up 70. We have to stop making mistakes and beating ourselves. Vegas Raiders Pete. Hey. Thank you, Pete. Thank you. Can I I respond? Yeah, yeah. Sure, absolutely. I'm with you, Pete. It's early still, but I think that where you catch the reaction from us is that we as Raider fans have now been preconditioned. Mm. Our behavior is conditioned. Our responses are conditioned Mm -hmm. based on what happened to us previously and to the team previously that once we see it heading down a path, our freaking alarms start going off and we can see this stuff from a mile away. So I would say to you that it's not overreactionary based on everything that we've gone through in the past. And in terms of putting it on the players, well, I think that's a valid response. And again, no one's sitting around these microphones to tell you that you're wrong and we're right or anything else. But I would encourage you to consider this, that the reason those players are in the building is because our coaches and GM thought they were good enough and decided to not make any big moves in the offseason, or at least the moves that they thought were big weren't big enough to be able to accommodate, you know, playing defense for the, for this team this year and or, or offense for that matter as well. So I think that ultimately the responsibility does come down to them. Well, game in and game out, it may not. When you look at the collective of the first three games, there's nothing else, but like there's no evidence to prove otherwise yet, Well, Jeff. you know, and I'll say this, you know, uh, and Josh McDaniels is my favorite head coach because he's the head coach of my favorite football team. Um, you know, but I think it, the question needs to be raised. Yes, Josh McDaniels is an offensive-minded coach. He's the offensive guru. Uh, Bill Belichick, one of the best coaches. Was it Tom? Uh-huh. Was it Tom? Might have been Tom. Might have been you Tom. You know what I mean? Look at the Patriots now. 
Might have been Tom. Might have been Tom. Might have been Tom. Might have been Tom, yeah, man. Because yeah. uh, this is how I look at it. Maybe the players aren't performing to their level that they should be, but that's still coaching. Yeah. That is still coaching. And and I think everything leads to that. Like if Because I don't know what a great Basaccia, Coach Basaccia was, but they played for him right. because he's a leader, he man. was a yeah. leader of yep. men. Come on. I want to know why – McDaniels can't raise these guys to that level. Like, so I think even if players aren't playing to their potential, that's still a coaching issue because the coaches have to raise them to that level and they have to want to play for that coach or those coaches. So I think you can say the players aren't reaching their potential, but that's still a coaching issue. A hundred percent. You know, I've, I, I sit on silver and black today and, you know, and, and I'm a, I'm a junkie for leadership. Yes. And when you look at all the institutions that exist from churches to businesses, to governments, to any kind of institution, you can have the most brilliant strategy that's ever existed. But if your constituents don't buy in, if you don't have their, uh, you know what I mean? Their hundred percent commitment to the vision, then you've lost, then you're just showing off. And so I think I'm, I'm totally with you on that, Michelle, that like, you know, at, at a certain point, the reason that that when you look, okay, let's like, let's just, and I'm going to say, I'll say this brief and then let's go back to the emails. Cause we've got a lot to get to. Yeah. yeah. There are some amazing coaches in the NFL right now. I think about what Mike McDaniel's doing, uh, uh. you know, with the Dolphins. I think about what right. what Robert Sala is. I think about even like, listen, and I, you know, there's only been three head coaches for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and one of them is Mike Tomlin, who I I think the world of as a head coach. And when you look at them, they are all, as Michelle mentioned, they are leaders of men. And even when you are deficient at talent, and even when you are deficient at strategy, the culture of your organization will propel you to success. That's the bottom line man and right now we are coming up freaking zeros on that when it went you know what i mean and when it when it comes to our raiders and and i think that the the thing that really sets me off is that when i again going back to the leadership perspective when when the leaders of our organization are at the podium and they're asked questions and we get the well you know oh you know <laughs> the shrug you know no josh we don't know it's up to you to explain it to us. Right. You're the one that's calling these shots. And so those nonchalance that, like, I know you come from the Bill Belichick school of, like, don't give too much away. And you listen to the – I didn't play a lot of the, the press con- – I've, if you noticed, those of you who listen to the show long enough, I've stopped playing press conferences <laughs> because they're the all – this exact same, and they're all so boring. But right. guess what, Josh? You ain't Bill Belichick. And whether the Bill Belichick was a result of Tom Brady or not, bottom line is that he's got the bona fides, and you don't. And so he can get away with that. You can't. I'm going to shut up, Michelle. Please get us okay. back into the, yeah, yeah. In the emails you. here, because I'll, I'll go on another rant right, again. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Stacey Ruff Raider. <laughs> Dang, freaking Raiders, man. I know. Man. Serious. Bless. Salutations and regards, RFR family in the nation. I tried this year to only send an email when we won. Hoped you would get to hear from me in a more positive light and not a sad sack. This will be the last time we hear from you. Oh, we have a sad sack here. (laughs) Like all these fake trash ass booty trash Raider fans cheering on the Saints. Trash ass booty trash. Listen, if you're cheering on the Saints, you are trash ass booty trash. But we haven't lost yet. I just have to say defensively, I can't wait for Uncle Mosh to take over the defense. PG 2.0. Stop it. I know. I love it. It's so good. It's amazing. (laughs) Stop it with the zone. Oh. Mother. Oh, and go. Okay, yeah. 
We have a good cover corners. Let them do what they do. Use our depth and keep them fresh. If we can't just cover for three to five seconds, Max would be leading the league in sacks, not TJ Watt. Offensively, I have yet to see why we haven't changed anything since Jack Del Rio. At least he smacked Elway in the donkey lips. No harm, Mikey. And walked to Oakland and demanded a job. At least that was more Raider than this lackluster, non-inspiring crap that we are subjected to. If I was alive and had a projector, shit would be real. Hell, even Josh can't run. And don't say it's the O-line. While JJ had 300 yards against the only, or only people in the league playing in a worse city. Oh, I think he said negative 300 yards. Against the only people in the league playing in the worst city in shithole than we did in Oakland. And Zeus came in and had two to three good pops for more yards than he had all preseason. JJ needs to sleep. Mm. <laughs> JJ needs to sleep in the car and remember where he came from. Oh, Oof, that's uh, tough. Nah, that nah, was that, tough. That's yeah. not okay. Yeah, nah, let's not do I don't that. like that. I don't nah, like that. Let's not do that. Get hungry. Palea. Cash them checks with performance and pride, not shame and regret. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm no, actually no, no, back no. to square one. I don't even care if we win. I want to look down on the field and say, that's my team. Not that is some fake ass resemblance of a team I love so much in the 70s and 80s. Is that too much to ask? I think we have the player, they just don't seem to be in the right places. And this isn't just McDaniels, it's every recent coach we have had since Art Shell 1.0 and John Gruden 1.0. Since just win, baby, seems too much. Just punch somebody in the mouth already. Stacy Rough Raider desperately trying to be a proud fan and made man. P.S. Oh, look. Tay just caught his 30th catch for a total of 17 yards. <laughs> FML. Nice. All right, Stacey, we are off. down bad, We're aren't down we? Bad, we man, are I'm down bad. We are down bad. All right, well, here's Paul, and I feel like Paul's hey, going to give us some good Paul, perspectives. Come on, Paul. Take us come home, on, Paul. Paul. Take us home. Okay, here we go. Evening, everybody. Hey, Paul. I hope you've recovered a little after Sunday. Hell no. I was. I know. We're still a little fired up. I was still pacing around the garden at 5.30 a.m. trying to calm down. It didn't work. It's become quite clear over the first three weeks that our roster isn't being used to its full potential, and clearly the coach isn't as good as he thinks he is either. I'm a firm believer that a team plays in its coach's image. That's why we look awkward and confused most of the time. And now that there's tape out there of how to stop us, even the bad teams will have success. It's all too predictable. The very least we need to see this year, even if we are losing games, is cohesion and some sort of progression. We're not seeing either right now. There is talent on this roster, but this scheme is blinding them so much that the basics aren't being done. It just looks disjointed and chaotic at times, and there's no consistency. Poor game management was a big issue last year, and that's been evident again. Particularly in the last five minutes of the game on Sunday, I'm not sure any of us would have kicked a field goal in that situation, would we? Hell no. We keep seeing and hearing that McDaniels and Ziegler only want players that will fit their system. Can somebody tell me exactly what that system is? And what exactly is our identity? Two of the biggest issues are the head coach and offensive coordinator. And lo and behold, they're the same guy. Don't let anybody fool you that Mick Lombardi is our OC because he ain't. McDaniels wears both hats. Yep. Lombardi is a water boy and about as pointless yep. as Philip Rivers' wife putting a lock on the bedroom door. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Paul. I'm still not going to call for heads to roll just yet. Although anybody that You're does a better have a man than we are. Amen. Although anybody that does have a compelling argument for it. I just feel it's not going to happen at this stage of the season. McDaniels is a stubborn man. He believes he's right. 
He thinks it's all on the player's lack of execution. He has zero accountability, and he has a best mate for a GM. So save your breath, Nation. I don't see any personal personnel changes at least the till the bye week at week 13, even if things continue the way they are. While you see is what you see is what you get for now, folks. We're going to have to keep riding this particular roller coaster for a while yet. Ooh. Do I want Josh McDaniels as their head coach? No, I never did. Do I believe he'll turn this around? Not particularly, not on the evidence so far. Do I want him to succeed? Hell yes, like you wouldn't believe. I want him to stick my uneducated opinion so far up my ass, it comes out the top of my head. But it's not about my opinion. It's not about my feelings towards the man personally. It's about wanting to see wins for the Raiders and an end to this constant cycle of nothing. Mark Davis, if you're listening, and I'm sure he is, if you feel the right thing, big fan, if you feel the right thing to do is to stand by your guy, then so be it. But if you want us to back your judgment, then your little minion has got to give us something to believe in. And right now, he's heading in the wrong direction. My heart says we're capable of improvement and all is not lost, but the Raiders turned my heart into a tattered piece of cloth years ago. My eyes tell me differently. There's still too much underachievement from too many, and they're letting the good guys down badly. As the saying goes, it's not over till the fat lady sings. Well, she ain't singing yet, but she's warming warming up in the dressing room. So sort yourselves out, people. Get your heads up from your asses and start showing some pride in the jersey you're wearing because the pitchforks and torches are being prepared. As I type this, there's possibility that Brian Hoyer could start in L.A. due oh to Jimmy G. Oh, my gosh. Ugh, that hurts. Nightmare scenario. Due to Jimmy G being under concussion protocol. If McDaniel starts Hoyer instead of the Irish Canyon, he could, Cannon, he could become the first head coach to be fired during a game. Two things for the weekend, Raiders. Pride and poise and just win, baby. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner, 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner, 2020. BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper. Proud Main Man. Five times, five times, five times, times two, plus one, plus one. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Gotta go, Paul. Let's go. Way to bring it home, Paul. Yeah, Paul, he always brings it home. Paul. 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 All right, good job there, Paul. Amazing email. And let's get up for Michelle. Hey. Hey. Holy cow. That's a lot of emails. That was, that was a lot of emails. They were good stuff, though, That man. was great all stuff good. there. We appreciate you all very, very much. And so, you know, we had, we barely talked about uh, this game coming up against the Chargers. I'll oh. just say this. That, like, and I'll just give you a quick little tale of the tape there. So the Raiders uh, versus the Chargers, uh, regular season. Uh, we have the lead 67 and to 57 with two ties. The Raiders at home, which is this is a home game for us, are 33-28 uh, and one. Raiders on the road, 33-29 and one. Uh, postseason, the Raiders lead uh, one to nothing. Current streak, Raiders won last meeting 27-20 at Allegiant Stadium that we had the good fortune of being at the, uh, no, 
that wasn't that game that we won. It was the one before that yeah. uh, that we won to go to the playoffs. But um, I'll say this, and th- you know, the idea of McDaniel's, and let's keep this brief because I want to I want to jump into the to the voicemails because we've got a ton sure. uh, to get to. But just to throw it around real quick, the idea of McDaniel's getting fired mid season. Well, this arguably, hopefully, uh, is not the case, but to to date is arguably our first home game. The the reports are in that the Raiders are a 70-30, you know, 65-35 type scenario because sure. we all know that they moved the wrong team to LA. Yeah. And so this is going to be a home game for the Raiders. If we get punked mm. against the Chargers, and there's a caveat, and I'll tell you what the caveat is. Not only if we lose, but if the body language mm-hmm. and the display on the sideline right. is funky, Mark Davis is still his old man. You can talk about what he drives. You can talk about where he eats. You can talk <laughs> about what he wears. You can talk about how he cuts his hair. There's a lot of things that people pick on Mark Davis about. But at the end of the day, he doesn't like to be embarrassed. He is still Al Davis's kid. And if you punk him on national television, he'll make a damn change. So I think that now it's got to, now granted, it's got to be bad and it's got to look bad. But if those two things are what's going to happen at SoFi this weekend, you know, I'm not saying that he's going to not make the plane home and do a Jack Del Rio and make him go announce his own firing. But <laughs> listen, we've seen that before, Swag Jeff. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, and you know, the key to that game, and I mean, plain and simple, you got to score points. You know, if we're going to, I mean, we're averaging less than 20. We haven't cracked the 20-point mark yet. You know, if we can't crack 20, we're not going to win that it's gonna game. It's going to be a long day, it's gonna man. It's going to be a long day, man. So, I mean, we've got, I mean, offense, we're looking at you. Mm. Score points. Score points. Score points. I think before the game, Mark Davis, Mark Davis needs to stand his redheaded ass in that mirror and ask himself, even before the game, Dad, what would you do if it goes this direction or if it goes this direction? And he needs to know right then. And then when it happens, if it happens, I pray it doesn't happen. But if the Chargers beat us in an ugly way, like you said, Murph. Right. Do something drastic. Yeah, it's time. Do something major. Make some waves. Show the front office that you are not effing around. You want to win games, and you're tired of this BS. Like, he is the owner of the team. Ta- shave your balls and show <laughs> the team what you're made of. Yes. Like, damn. Come on. I don't. Un- I don't understand. Because you own the team. You can do what you want. I don't care what people think. If you're, if you're the owner of the team, and you see some shit on your field, your field that you brought from Oakland to Vegas... Do something drastic yep. and show them that you're not effing around. I'm with you. Yep. I'm yeah. with you because why would you want to? Why would you want to bring that home? Why? Like, you know, if, if you lay an egg at SoFi, like oh, why would you want to bring that? That's what I'm telling you, man. Like it's gonna get Sunday was embarrassing enough. Enough home opener. Yes. Yeah. That I'm with you. I'm, don't get I'm, embarrassed in your second home. Don't aim it. Preach. Damn it. Yep. <laughs> Let's go, Michelle. Jeez. All right. Let's get to. Uh, Let's get to these voicemails because more of you and less of us is a good thing. And we've got an absolute ton of amazing voicemails. And so um, 
Uh, so we have a, a thing around here where, so if you call the show, 909-345-3346, and you leave a message, you only get a three-minute window uh, before Google cuts you off. Oh, and so yeah. we play a nice little uh, funny little thing there where Google Voices claimed you and all that kind of stuff. Um, but we had somebody call the show that we don't hear from in voicemail very often, uh, and vo- Google Voice got her. But uh, I want we're not going to play that soundbite, and I'm just going to play her two calls together because uh, amazing points. Like there, we, we have some amazing Raider fans that listen to this show, uh, and and it's there's no ranking because there's a million of you, and you are all amazing, and we love the correspondence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really dig. Just win Wendy. I dig her approach to the game. Mm-hmm. I dig her passion around the Raiders. Uh, she's been a Raider fan for a hot minute. Like, just win Wendy. Just, I mean, she just brings it. And so we're going to put her to the top of the list tonight and kick off the Sea of Fans voicemail segment with just win Wendy. And uh, I love these takes and, uh, and great job, Wendy. Hey, everybody. This is just win Wendy. And you know what? I'm not feeling so positive tonight. <laughs> I really, really wanted to call in because I couldn't write anything <laughs> positive. Um, I came home. I, I mean, I went to the game. I saw everything live. And I haven't had my hopes so high for a long time. Um, they had the alumni and Stater's daughter got a thing. And it was so happy. And it was just going so well and got a three and out on the first drive. And I'm like, all right, our defense is going. And then we went three and out. And then we got another three and out on the second, on their second drive. And I'm like, okay, our defense is going. And then, yeah, we, we started to play like a team. It looked really good. And so I'll tell you, all the way up to halftime, I thought we were doing really well, but we weren't doing as well as I thought we were going to do. And then halftime came, and we got to see little Wayne, and that was awesome. And we had little bracelets that had lights on them and went ding, ding, you know. And um, it was all, you know, very, very Vegas. There was a lot of Vegas stuff there. I mean, <laughs> Carrie Underwood was even there. Oh, that's right. That's right and yeah. then the second half, started and I just I just got lower and lower and lower in my seat I just kept falling lower and lower and putting my hand over my eyes and then I go oh maybe we're gonna maybe we're gonna do something and then we didn't Mm. and and then um I actually got up when the last two minutes of the game and I walked out I mean, I have never done that in my whole life of watching Raider games, either at home or anywhere. I've never walked out on the last two minutes. Well, maybe when the Chiefs were beating us really bad sometimes. Most (laughs) of the time, never, never walk out. I walked out. I couldn't handle it. I was just, I was just so upset. And after the game, I went to hear JT's um, post-game show, and he was upset. I heard him swear. He was swearing off the air. He was really oh. upset. We were all really upset. And so here it's like two days later, and I came home and I watched the game on TV because I thought, well, if I'm going to call it, I have to have something positive to say. So I will. I'll say a couple of positive things. Okay. One of them is Max Crosby is a beast. There we go. And he will continue to be a beast. And Tay Adams is wonderful. He's such a great player. I love him. 
So that's two things. Hi, this is Just Win Wendy. I'm so sorry I went over, but I have to say a couple of important things. Number one, I really don't like our coach. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't like our coach. I really didn't like him six months ago. I'm not even I'm not mm. even any happier now, believe me. I was trying to be so positive this season mm. and I just can't handle it. But you know, we'll just see what happens. Um, and I hope Aiden O'Connor plays this Sunday. Please, please. I hope we don't have to watch Brian Hoyer. And, oh, everybody there, I really, really, really love you guys. And I'm so sorry that we lost last week because I always like being positive and calling the show and having everybody happy. And we're just not happy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this is just Win Wendy, and I will see you on the radio. Oh, oh my Wendy, freaking rules. Yes. Let me tell you something. When you have broken Wendy, because she's one of the most, she is always, like, pumping people up to be positive Amen. and, like, really just, you know, hang yeah. in there. And when you have broken Wendy... Damn it, you Raiders! Effing made me <laughs> a, an an enemy because I yeah. I feel like Wendy needs to be protected. Like you can, you uh, can hurt me. You can hurt but me. Don't hurt Wendy. I'm I'm tired. Leave man, Wendy no, alone. Leave Wendy alone. <laughs> don't make me have to come after somebody because Wendy's always so positive. She's always so positive. But I feel she's her the sweetest on that. person in the she's world. She's the yeah. sweetest person, and she's always positive. So to know that Wendy was down bad. That's rough, That's man. Rough. Yeah. That's rough. We are down bad. We are down bad Raider right Nation. now. All right. So, <laughs> Damn uh, it. So thank you, Wendy. And keep those calls coming. It was so great to hear from you, Wendy. Yes. That was awesome. Five, five Raiders said I'm going to cut somebody. <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Hey, baby. That's she bad, don't mess around. Man. She don't mess around. She carry a blade. Um, we're together on that. <laughs> she carry a blade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've seen the wrong end of it a couple <laughs> times. He's like, Mer you're pulled together, Merv. <laughs> don't tell us about your life. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to pull a lawnmower don't, next don't time. Like, hey, oh, hey, hey, get that right. eyebrow. You better yeah, watch don't, out. Don't, don't piss off a Guatemalan. She'll cut <laughs> you. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> she'll whack your weeds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop it. <laughs> so uh, next up, let's check Shout in. out Manscaped. Shout, Shout out Manscaped. it out. Uh, let's check in with our good buddy down in San Diego. Love to hear from this guy. One of the OG made men. Let's hear from Mojo. Hey, Mark, Swaggy J, Michelle, made men and women, Raider Nation. It's your boy. Mojo out here in San Diego. Listen, I'm calling uh, because I have a bit of a Raiders conspiracy theory to share with everybody. Oh and I, I can't wait for this to get played and just kind of check out the, the the comments in the in the chat section. Um, you know how uh, Chandler Jones never really showed up much last year. He got that one weird, you know. Uh, your recovery during the Patriots game ran it back for a touchdown, but that's pretty much all he did all year, man. Everybody was saying, like, where's Chandler Jones? Where's Chandler Jones? We haven't even talked about well, that. You heard it here first, right. okay? The guy was in Arizona and somehow was replaced by a lizard person. Okay? <laughs> I love Mojo. He came, he got signed, he played last him. year, obviously very out of character. And next thing you know, now he's going off about Mark Davis's pedophile ring. Mm. Uh, it, I like where this is going. Uh, starting to get tired of being in that human form, and he's, you know, kind of hiccuping and having having glitches because he's trying to get back to being a reptile. Uh, anyway, uh, let's get that done this week. Uh, I'm optimistic, even though the uh, Buffalo game 
look like a mollywhopping nonsense garbage fest. Uh, I'm still on board. Uh, I'm, I'm quickly losing hope. Just wait. He's trying to get back to me. Oh, Great take, Mojo. Favorite, he's, so <laughs> he's right. I mean, oh, you're not wrong, gosh. Mojo. That's oh, pretty gosh. spot on, though. I'm not going to lie. Uh, well, what else lie. would explain it? Th- that's it. That's, that's all. Yeah. That's it. Oh, my gosh, Mojo. That's, that's the palate cleanser you need right there. Is Mojo <laughs> accusing Chandler Jones I love of it. being part of the lizard people? Well. Oh, my gosh. All right. Let's now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Damn you, Mojo. Okay, all right. Let's um, let's check in with the <laughs> shit. All right, huh? Okay. All right, let's check in with our buddy Rob Vega. So he's in the three hundred eight, but not the area code. Rob Vega is calling us from Section three hundred eight at Allegiant <laughs> Stadium. Oh no, Murph and the crew. This is Rob Vega calling from Section three hundred eight. Yeah, man, I'm here. Came to the game. Uh, yeah, if you could hear the cheering, these are Steeler fans staying after, oh. cheering like they just won the toddler bowl because that's what they did. Look, man, first, I just I just got to call out all the Raider Nation, man. Oakland, L.A., Las Vegas, all points in between and just beyond. Y'all didn't show up. Home opener, two false starts because there were more Steeler fans here. And there were Raider fans. Yikes. Just got to call it like it is. I was here all last season, all every game last season. And I could tell you it was the exact same thing. So I just got to say, it's not the Chargers. It's not their win. It's not when the Raiders win. That's not what it is, man. The Raider fans just don't show up. Raider fans every, had every opportunity to buy a ticket for this game and didn't. Steeler fans did. They got to go to work on Monday, too, just like everybody else. Second, man. This team, wow. I have never seen a defense more disinterested in getting a stop. Mm. I've never seen a team, a defense that could not be bothered by getting a turnover. Man, and this offense is just too little too late, man. I, I don't know. But we just lost the toddler bowl. I said it the same last year when we lost to the Colts. We lost the toddler bowl. Anyway, man, I'm still here. Go Raiders. Love my team. I'll be here on Monday night. Go Raiders. Man, we got some work to do. Wow. Much respect. There you go, Rob. Much respect, Rob, uh, up there in, in 308. And, you know, I, I, uh, we, we've talked a lot about the takeover situation and the idea that opposing fans are going to come in, and we understand the dynamics. I understand the formula. Destination City, team that is struggling, People can make a little money off the off selling their tickets. Like, you know, out-of-town fan turns their vacation into something around a Raider game, plus their favorite team. I, I get the formula. I totally understand it. Um, but that said, I think Rob's got a very valid opinion there that there's a very common misconception that a majority of the season ticket holders are these corporations or these businesses and whatever. That's not the case. They are right. season ticket holders. These yeah. are individual season ticket holders that are selling their tickets. And so I'm with you. Like, I'm not, and listen, I'll never tell anybody else how to manage their own money. I, I, I'm a capitalist at heart, right. and I don't begrudge you if, if, to make a little money back. But the home opener against 
Arguably yeah. the biggest rival outside the division that the Raiders have. That's a tough one. That's a freaking tough one for me to swallow, man. Right. Again, I, I should or shouldn't do anything. That's not a condemnation nor an acceptance speech or whatever. People are going to do what they're going to do, and it's their own finances to manage. But I would tell you what I would do, if, if, if and for whatever it's worth, is that if, if I'm a season ticket holder, that's not the game I'm selling. At least I'm the selling home to the, opener. That's what I'm I'm selling to the, the Giants fans or whatever yes. or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Pittsburgh on the home opener? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, or, come like, on. Nah, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. But that again, that doesn't make me right. right. It's just, just, yep. just my, just my Absolutely. take. Absolutely. Hey, so I want to shout out Mojo in the chat. Says, Please do. <laughs> he says, "Look at the cockroach guy in Men in Black and tell me Mark Edgar. Davis is one hundred percent human." Edgar or whatever. Yeah. Edgar. No, yeah. literally. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's right. You don't know oh Men in Black? I'm feeling him uh, on vaguely. that. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long oh, time. Oh, my gosh. You need to get on Wasn't Netflix it Vincent D'Onofrio or, or whatever? Was that, his, is that who he's talking about? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I oh, so, I remember yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio's yeah. character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah shout out Kingpin. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go, Daredevil series. Oh, yeah. uh, let's, go to, uh, let's go to our good buddy up there in New Jersey. He's the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole. And uh, also, um, uh, shout out... Charlie Splatterhead, man, you gotta love the guy. He's he's amazing. He's a great Raider fan. He's a great musician, and uh, and and we love his 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 commitment to the Raiders. He's an OG guy going all the way back to the Bay Area, uh, even though he lives out there in Jersey now. Uh, but uh, just one of the like one of the realest Raider fans you can get. And so let's check in with with Splatterhead and see what he's got to say about this week. Hey, Splatterhead, um, I don't I don't know what the hell I watched <laughs> last night. I can't figure it out. Yeah, I, the season we're three weeks in. We started, you know, again going into this with some kind of hope that things were going to be different than they have been. And I mean, watching last night, I, you know, sometimes we go into these and we're like, everything looks great on paper, but I feel like my intelligence is being insulted. If anybody thinks that this looks good on paper and it whatever it doesn't look good on the screen it doesn't look good on on it can't look good to whoever's coming up with the plan here um and i don't know i don't know i I think you sit there and you watch and you watch and it's not getting any better but you keep telling yourself it's going to get better um, I've been sticking with this for years now, and, and I can't stop. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know who's, who's to blame, but freaking Daryl is in Paris? I don't. I can't. You can't make this shit up. Anyway, I'm out. <laughs> You hear the frustration there. That's what I was going to say. Like, that's kind of like what's so disheartening and kind of such a bummer because we're all so down. So down. And we're all so confused because when they brought in who they brought in and they talked about, you know, how they wanted to do things and how they were going to do the defense and the offensive and, and, and they're all the, and they have all these plans. And you think, like you said, they sold us this like bill of goods and then they ripped the rug out yeah. from under us and started moving the goalposts like you said and and now we're all kind of like almost shell-shocked like what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing man god 
And, you know, and shout out Splatterhead, because, I mean, that's, yeah. that's, you know, like an absolute great comment there. Yes. It's about, like, you know, I'm not going to buy into it. Like, what do, you, what do you, like, there's nothing, you're not presenting any evidence for me to buy into. Right. There's nothing yeah. there, you know what I mean? And, and again, Snake shout out. Snake oil salesman is what they feel like, man. Absolutely. Jeez. And so, again, shout out Splatterhead. <laughs> shout out to Los Gatos Locos, the undisputed kings of American Psycho yeah, Billy, if you need hell them. yeah. And, uh, yeah, if they ever get back together and play a show, man, you got to go see it. I went, uh. So his band, uh, they played. Was it last year or year before last? Anyways, I was I was down in Vegas and oh, saw them cool. play. They played on Saturday night, and the Raiders played on Sunday. Is that the band that you saw? Someone had a jacket on at that uh, yeah. show I did at the show you did. Show? Yeah, the Los Gatos Locos. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's Chuck's so band. Cool. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah, 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 they're they're great, man. They're freaking awesome, man. <laughs> so, anyways, cool. but it was, so shout out Splatterhead. We appreciate yeah, you big shout very out. very much. All right, so this is um this is an interesting uh, phone call. So this is uh, a caller in the five five nine. So. The f- so I mentioned earlier that if you you can you go three minutes and then Google cuts you off, uh, and so he called back just like Wendy did. But when this guy called his first call, it was like I couldn't you you couldn't hear it. It was oh, okay. unintelligible. Like okay. there was no I don't know if he's in a bad cell signal or like whatever else. Yeah. But he called back. So caller in the five five nine. I don't recognize your voice, but I think five five nine. I think that's San Diego. Somebody down mm. in Southern California shot me out there, picked me up on that. Um, so call back and let us know that, uh, that you called the show. Cause we, I appreciate the second half of this call and let's check in with our caller in the five, five, nine. Hello. Hello. How about that? Right in. <laughs> I guess that's why they call it Sin city. <laughs> 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 no, but anyway, guys, what was up with that? I mean, I just came off a, a, a week where I predicted 20 and oh, and I look like the biggest idiot in the whole world. <laughs> I mean, that's not why I watch the Raiders games. I don't want to watch the Raiders to lose. I don't want to watch the silver and black to lose. I want to watch the silver and black for this. You know, some of the old school. Some of the old autumn winds feeling. You know, so so I'm down here right now. But I'm telling you what, guys. Al Davis said, the greatness of the Raiders is in its future and I am here for it. Jimmy Garoppolo stunk it up. And my kids are getting excited. Well, I'm getting excited right now. Woo! Come on, Raider Nation. Angel O'Connell is the future of the Raiders. I'm saying it right now. We got to get up. We can't let this get us down. Because, come on, who wants to keep rooting for a team that loses? Who wants to keep really rooting for losses? Some fans just want to be sad. They want to be angry, and it gives them some kind of weird joy. That's not what Raider Nation is about, baby. Just win, baby. Let's go. The silver and black, the pride and poise, commitment to excellence. Let's go. Let's go, Raider Nation. Get up. Stop being down. Get up. We got the charges. We're going to have our first real home game of the season. Let's go. Thank you for I that. I love that. Yeah, Absolutely. Thank you for that. Yeah, definitely call us back, my friend. That was that was awesome. So yeah, that was the second half of his call because he got cut off in the first part. So I'm assuming he told us his name in the in the first part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Oh yeah. yeah. I didn't hear so, it. Yeah. 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 No, he just yeah, said yeah. hello. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good stuff there from caller in the five five nine. All right, next up, let's go down to uh Alabama and let's check in with our buddy Josh, who is down Josh. in the seven oh three. 
What's up, fam? Let's start this with a positive note. Good. I want to give respect to the Miami Dolphins. Oh. Yep. Because of that <laughs> ass woman they put on the Broncos. Woo! Oh, man. That shit was beautiful. You <laughs> love made my Sunday. I was pumped. And we played. And I said, what the uh. <laughs> Man, I, all right, so I got a lot of thoughts. I'm going to try to crowd. <laughs> defense. We all know what the defense was. Was the defense. I, I had no, no, uh, can't remember the goddamn word, but you know what I mean. I, I didn't believe in the defense. They had to show it to me because of how bad they've, they've been. You know, I know a lot of people mad at Corey Bennett, especially on that fourth down, on that third down play, which let them essentially, you know, run out the clock some more. But, you know, he's a rookie, stuff like that. But it's just, you know, I knew what it was going to be. And I hear what you said, Jeff, about it, you know, that they weren't going to take, uh, you know, Carter. Got it. We also need a secondary help. Could have used Gonzalez. I mean, that thing, put it on Tyron Wilson. The man's not showing up. Say what you want, but he's not doing anything yet. I would have rather had Farrell out there. At least Farrell got some pressure on somebody. <laughs> oh, well, that's uh, a, that hurts. That hurts. Anyways, offense. All right, man. No more. No more. It's not ha ha. It's not funny. It's what the. F- Where are the tight ends and Renfro? Come on. Yeah. We're not using them. And what worries me is that you know. We're, the ball's not being spread around. There's two guys getting the ball, Myers and Adams, and Adams deserves it. We all agree. But the tight end is not being used. I don't know if Myers, not Mayor, whatever his name is, not ready or what, but he's not being used. We can really use f***ing Waller right about now, but, hey, he's not there. And f***ing Renfro is just, he's an afterthought. Like, it's... I don't know, man. This shit pissing me off. The run game's not going anywhere. You know, like, all right, if the, if the defense is going to struggle like we expect, the offense should be putting up points. And we're not. And Jimmy G looked like Santa Claus out there just giving out gifts. <laughs> this is terrible, man. Hey, it's Raider Nation to the end as always. Uh, man, fuck the Chargers. <laughs> nice. <laughs> There he is, Josh in the 703. <laughs> you know, we there's so many, so many different. Uh, we, we we could do a five hour show on all yeah. the different things that are going on, but I got to right. tell you, and I'll keep up my my comments brief. The idea that you got a guy like Sam Laporta, tight end, lighting it up for the freaking Detroit Lions, like yep. setting like rookie records. Yep. And we took our guy before him. Like I, that's is, unacceptable. Is it a talent deficiency? Or is it coaching? Because I feel like talent-wise, these guys were on par. If not, Michael Mayer was considered a better tight end, right. and that's why he was a drafted ahead of uh, drafted ahead of Sam Laporta. Like, and I mean, the Jalen Carter thing. Like I've said uh, a few times, like you know, Jalen Carter went into a defense that's built. Like they yeah. are stacked on defense, so that's why he's excelling versus our guy Tyree Wilson, who's struggling a little bit. But look at Sam Laporta. Like that Detroit offense is nice, and it shouldn't be as nice as ours. Right. So why the hell is our guy not having more? Yeah, production? well, it's coaching, and it's coaching. also it's coaching for sure. But 
Jimmy Garoppolo, stop staring down Devontae. Dude. Like, I mean, I'm telling you, man, like, you saw a lot of these, like, replay, the slow-mo replays during the game, and you see Jimmy, and he's, he's just locked. locked. He's locked in on, on Devontae, and I get it. Sure. I get that. He's the best wide receiver in all of the NFL, but, like, come on, man, like, Fake it a little bit, right. you know what I mean? Because, to, I mean, There's come on, too many man. times where other people are wide open. Bro. But he can't yeah. use the vision yeah. because he's so locked in, like you said. Like, yeah. that's a problem. That's a well, problem. And even, like, and I know that, like, the knock against Mayer coming out was that, you know, he had questions about his blocking and all that. But he's not even just, like, like not... Well, I don't want to I don't want to say he's not capable. But, yeah, like, yeah. it's not coming down to, like, a physically enable... It's like you see him looking around, like like running up and down the line of scrimmage, looking for somebody. And I'm like, well, is that his fault? Like, is that him, or does he not know his assignment? Does he not know his checks? Does he not know his, you know what I mean? His protection responsibilities. Sure. Like, when you're right. wandering up and down the line of scrimmage, looking for somebody to make contact with, like, I don't know if that's entirely on him. And if it is, yeah, what the like, what the, Renfro's what the open. Shit are we drafting that guy to Renfro's begin with? Renfro's open so much. Like, and I don't know, like, what the disconnect is there, but he's open a lot. A lot. It's a lot. It's yeah. almost to and the we're point not where film it's people. bizarre. And that's the other I'm, thing, too. And you like, know we are I'm not, not film people. Yeah, you know I'm not. But when so I can we see, see that Renfro's wide yeah, open, yeah. a lot. It's not like yep. it's just like once, like, oh, a one off. He's open a lot. What a are lot. we doing? You are yeah. not surveying the field. And if you're the guy, like you said earlier, that you brought in that's your guy. Because he knows my system and he can run it efficiently and blah blah blah. What the f- are we doing? I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm so with totally you. Totally with you. So with you. Yeah, I'm just so like frustrated. Jeez, oh, freaking Raiders, man! What you Damn do to us? them. Yeah, we're still with you. Love though. them. I still love you. I love them. Freak you, but I love you. Freak those little freaking Raiders. Damn, I love you. Gosh, I love you so much. I hate you. <laughs> I feel like Damn, okay. So in Billy Madison, is it Billy Madison when he yeah. um in the in that when his girlfriend breaks up with him? He's, uh, oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah. I wanna kiss you all <laughs> or whatever, and he's like, yeah. No, get out of my face! I hate you so much. That's what I right. feel like. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I never want to see you anyway, again. Oh, I'm hey, sorry, wait, come baby. back. I didn't mean that. Yeah, I didn't mean that. Get out of my life. Who needs you? That's what I feel like. I don't like feeling like that. Oh my god! I didn't mean that, baby. <laughs> exactly. In the meantime, it's ridiculous. Oh Damn them for doing us like this. Come on, man. Yeah, well, you're in my world now, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> How about a warm glass of shut the hell up? That's what I feel like. yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, all right. Let's check in with our buddy Storm. I believe Storm's in Oregon. Oh, I love Storm. I love Storm. We haven't heard from him in a minute. Tell. All right, let's go. Hey there, guys. It's Storm. And it, it just seems like the radar world is on fire right now. You know, in fact, it is. Yep. I, I mean, this last game in Vegas versus Pittsburgh was kind of odd and that it felt like a really did feel like a make or break game for this regime, you know? <sighs> Like, so many things came together for last Sunday. It was kind of unreal. All, we had all the Raider Hall of Famers out. It was McDaniel's 20th game as head coach. You know, it really felt like a chance for this current regime to show that they knew what they were doing. Come on. I mean, it really felt like this was McDaniel's and Zeigler's proof of concept game, where everything they were preaching would show that it had merit and belonged. That is a freaking mm. dope-ass way to put it. Yes. Yep. Proof of concept. Yep. 
Yep, here That's we it. go. I love that. Great job. Already, Storm. I'm awesome. in love with this voice, Storm. Let's go. And it ended with the official NFL Twitter account congratulating Steelers fans on a W and for showing up in Mass to Vegas. I mean, it just feels like the rest of McDaniels and Zion's time here will be waiting until they get fired and we trade everyone and go for our 799th rebuild since 2003 while watching our team have to go on a silent count when uh, other teams come to Vegas. Oh. It, it just feels hopeless right now. I mean, we've seen right, the Raiders get embarrassed a ton. And I know some people have been on this train for a little while, but I think we really need to seriously start questioning Mark Davis as an owner. He came mm. to power in 2011 after Al died. And you know what? McDaniels is Mark's fourth hired head coach and the fifth or sixth coach under his ownership, depending on how you count, like Hugh Jackson and Rich Versace, right? Mm. You know, only two of them made the playoffs, no playoff wins. And he fired the one guy that did. And Mark Davis has now, I think I saw this online, he has like a 40% win percentage as an owner. If that's true, then that's literally worse than Dan Status' career, 42% win percentage in Washington. Like, I don't want to go overboard with the Dan Status comparisons. Snyder's scum. Mark isn't. But numbers are numbers, man. 40% is abysmal, especially when the Chiefs have Mahomes over there. I don't know what we do. It just feels at this point that McDaniels and Zeidler are on the short rack. You know, they're going to get fired eventually even if it isn't this year. It just feels like this regime is, we're on the end of it. You know, we're just waiting for them to go on. Just my thoughts. I ain't going nowhere. Raider Nation for life. But, <laughs> man, it sucks right now. Come on, Storm. Amen, Storm. Storm. You, are, you ain't never lied. Yep. That's the truth. Much respect, truth. dude. Uh, uh, so, real quick, and we got one more caller to get to. We're going to get to Raider Kojo after this. The only thing I would say about that is that where. I hear your criticism of Mark Dave. I, uh, uh, there's look, look, results are results, and so we'll we'll keep uh, our feelings out of the facts, right? And the facts are not great, right? Um, I will say this: that I, uh, no one's a bigger Raider fan than Mark Davis. No one loves the Raiders right. more than Mark Davis. So Mark Davis has every intention to make the Raiders as great as they possibly can be. He, I don't feel, has ever entered into a partnership with an employee of the team whether it's coach or front office personnel or anything else with his ego invested he is all about the bigger picture of the Raiders and that's why he hires people to take over the football operations and the on field and all that kind of stuff so I I, I, uh, like the criticism of Davis I think is it should be measured at a minimum and and frankly in the bottom line he's not going anywhere like Mark Davis is going to own this football team until the day he's not Mark Davis anymore you know what I mean or whatever whatever so it's an interesting concept to think about. Now, can we be critical about his frequency around some of this stuff? I think that's a fair conversation. Sure. Is that like like we talked about early like early on in the show tonight? Once it starts to go a direction, let's not ride it out to the bottom of the hill. Like let's let's or you know what I mean? Or all the way to the surface. Let's go ahead and hit the eject button halfway down and see if we can make it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's where I kind of come out as a fan. You guys have any comments on that? And then we'll, we'll move on to the last call. No, that's no? It, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Last up, let's check in with our good buddy, uh, Raider Kojo. I uh, love hearing his voicemails. And this is the last one for, for the night before we award the Sizzler Award, which we hand out to the best emailer or phone caller of the night. Salute RFR. This is your boy, Raider Kojo, calling again. So the motto of our team used to be just win, baby. Now it's just lose lately and often oh jeez ouch what we're doing here now we got you know 
D-backs coming to Devontae Adams and telling them, hey, we know what play you guys are going to run, or we know what play you ran, you know, all the plays that you ran, we knew what you guys were doing. I'm like, that's pretty sad when you have a defensive back coming to the Devontae Adams and tell him, hey, we know what your coach is calling. That is sad, McDaniel. Come on, bro. You need to do better than that. We're dropping point-blank pick sixes. That would have changed the game, you know. And since 1994, ever since they implemented the uh, the two-point conversion, we're the only team to kick a field goal when we were down by eight. So we needed a touchdown Weak. and a two-point conversion. Uh, McDaniels decided to kick a field goal and then hope our defense can stop them again and we can go down and score. It's just like one bad decision after another. And, you know, this Sunday we're playing the Chargers, and I, I keep – you know, some people say maybe O'Connell might play. Others saying that, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> Hoyer's going to play. Well, <laughs> could stop they him even. I mean, the Chargers are going to probably drop 70 on us like the Dolphins oh. did on the oh. Donkeys last Sunday. Or if we get Aiden O'Connell, you know, we might have a chance. But if we get steamrolled again on Sunday, I don't know. Uh, I know McDaniel said, I mean, um, uh, Mark Davis says he wants to keep the coach around for a long time. Well, bro, you better have a, a meeting on Sunday. If we get steamrolled by the Chargers, you need to have a meeting, and we, we need to figure something out because we can't keep doing this with McDaniels. I know he wants stability, but McDaniels, right now, he's not it. He's too predictable, and he might lose that locker room soon. So, Man. Come on. Watch out, boys and girls. If we get steamrolled on Sunday by the Chargers, somebody's head's going to roll. It's got to. But, you know, Absolutely. until next time. I'll, I'll call back again. See what happens next week. All right, Raider Kojo out. Nice, good job, Kojo. Yep, respect, dude. Well, so let's go ahead and hand out the Sizzler. So that goes over to my buddy, uh, my best friend in your swag, Jeff. He takes the best of the emailers or phone callers of the night. And I'll just I'll just say this real quick, quick before we hand out the Sizzler for the night. We're down bad. <laughs> you can hear it. Yeah. You hear yeah. anger. You hear yep. frustration. You hear deflation. Yeah. You hear so many emotions. And like that, I understand like where everyone has come from tonight. Mm-hmm. And all we'll say this is this is that let's let's hang in there together. Like let's 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 keep it about the collective as best we can and yep. defer it away from the on-field performance because. Like, because if we just go to what it looks like on the field, like Raider Kojo just said, we might get steamrolled in L.A. in a freaking home game. And you want to talk about down bad from the Steelers? Let us do that at a home game against a division rival that's not a very good football team other than their, their, you know, offense is pretty legit. I'm telling you, this could could get uglier. really solid possibility and i think right? that's what is what, so what evidence terrifying. do we have otherwise michelle exactly. to tell us it's going to be different that's what's so terrifying is that you'd like to go into a game thinking oh, we're going to dominate this we've got it we can do this we can do that but I, my faith and confidence yeah. in the coaching staff is it's nil at this point. yeah well you know you look at you look at last week's game you know i mean the raiders played sunday night so i mean if you have youtube tv and nfl yeah. sunday ticket you were watching all the games yeah and i got to watch the chargers win despite their shitty ass head coach 
Like, I mean, right? Like, Only the Vikings cow- can outcharger the Chargers. Totally. I couldn't agree more, man. So, like, I mean, like, we, I'm telling you, like, like what I said earlier, we got to score points. I mean, that team is going to put up points because they put up points. I yeah. hate Justin Herbert. I hate that guy maybe more than any guy that I've ever hated. You know <laughs> what I mean? Philip Rivers. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and Carson Palmer. Carson, yeah. I was say, what about Carson Palmer? He's overhyped. Yeah. But like, I mean, he's still putting up. He'll make numbers. some throws. Too. He'll, he'll make some, throws, he'll make some plays. Yeah. He'll yeah. do some stuff, man. But like, I mean, come on, man. Like, we've the offense. Like, let's go, let's yeah. go, because yeah. because they're gonna put up the points. Yeah. You know, against our defense, it's gonna happen. Put him on so his like, back. Let's he's go. Gotta go down. Let's, he's gotta go down yeah. hard. Thank you. Let's That's bring, it. Let's bring back the Raiders. Immediately. Let's bring back the Raiders. Yeah. Let's do it. Bring it back. Let's do All it. right, Swag Jeff. Yeah, All right. So, hey. Get us so, out of here. We've gone on too long. My gosh. We've gone on so long. Yeah, because Sorry. we're 13 minutes away from a three-hour show. Yeah. A three-hour <laughs> show. So, hey. So, uh, amazing emails. To, I mean, holy cow. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah, so, so good. good. The Sia fans Sia mailbag. Fans crushed it tonight. Emails, rule. phone calls, everything like badass, bro. Like, much respect. Like, I mean, there was a lot of negativity, but there was a lot of solid content venting. bro like venting venting, Thank you. venting. We were venting you know this is a you know therapy session for all of us you know and and we're going to get like, like the therapy all... chicken here yeah. or the, the, the trust you chicken you can't harbor that you. or it'll turn to sickness you got to get it out oh, get it out oh let's go i love that michelle gotta get it out. so hey so much respect to the emailers tonight uh in no particular order hooligan nation vegas raider pete Len, uh, dj lenny danger carl uh, howard uh, the Mangus Boys, uh, Stacy yeah. Ruff, Wyo Raider, T Hom, uh, and Paul, of course, and then the voicemails we heard Paul? from. Uh, we heard from <laughs> Justin Windy, Mojo, Rob Vega, uh, Chuck Splatterhead McCann, uh, the Caller in the five five nine, Josh in the seven zero three, uh, Storm and Raider Kojo tonight. I'm ta- I'm getting a knife and I'm gonna cut the sizzler in half. Okay, oh, I like there it. Were some like cutting stuff, the yeah. sizzler in half. It's so Halloween t- season. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Oh, Michael so, Myers. Michael Myers. Sizzler, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so tonight's sizzler awards Ooh. are going to uh, a couple of callers. Great takes. One was just one million percent amazing. Another one uh, made me about piss my pants. It was so funny. Tonight's Sizzler Award winners go to Just Win Wendy and Mojo. Nice job. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Shave your balls with Manscaped. And don't let Keenan Allen score a whole bunch of touchdowns. Oh, you know what? He doesn't have to shave his head because hey. he ain't got no hair. <laughs> hey, you know what? He looked just like this. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm ready for? <laughs> me and me and Keenan Keenan Allen got a lot in common. You have so yeah, much. Yeah. And he runs oh, better man. routes than hey. I do. Hey. But we both have dope ass beards and bald heads. Yeah, you do. Hey, so you know what I'm screaming? 
I'm, I'm, I'm. You're talking. I'm, you're not screaming. You're not screaming. I'm, Scream. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to be hungry on Sunday. <laughs> Let's go, Jeff. You know what's for dinner on Sunday? Barbecue. Barbecue oh. chicken. Oh, <laughs> barbecue nice. chicken. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, Let's do go. Let's, come on, Let's man. We go. can't lose the, can't lose the Chargers, Michelle. This is what's so... Hold on. This is what's so embarrassing for me. Get that shit Oh, out. get it. Do it. I still believe we can beat the Chargers. I still believe we can win a lot of games. I mean, listen, send in the effing clowns. I don't even care. I We can win this game. You know what? Clowns can beat the Chargers. Clowns, even clowns even can beat clowns the Chargers. Clowns can beat the Chargers. So you the know Raiders what I'm, you better know what I'm screaming. Bring it. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. All right, let's go, Raiders. Turn it around. We're we're two Come and two. On. We can two do and this. Two. We can do I believe this. I still believe in this team. I still do. What else are we gonna do? What else what, are we gonna do? What, what else are we gonna do? I mean, if I'm being for a little technical, we are still on track for my 13 and four. I'm just saying. You're track. not mathematically eliminated yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling not yet. you. Yeah, shout out Scott and Mo. I'm not. I'm not yet shout mathematically out Scott eliminated. <laughs> all right, appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Appreciate all the amazing donations we got. Uh, I just, I'll, I'll let. Do you have them written down, Jeff? All the oh. folks that donated tonight. Uh, I know Pineapple Hooligan Nation. Uh, uh, of Intel. course, Intel with the hundred dollar donation. I know uh, Tyrone Graves had a, a couple buck donation. Uh, much respect, uh, so everybody. I mean, and I'm sorry we didn't all, keep up with it tonight, but but appreciate it's all, all going to the One Nation Foundation, yeah. and Absolutely. that's really what yeah. it's all about. Michelle, what you got? No, that was it. Listen, I think we can win this game. We have to one. I don't, we have to win this game. Period. That's it. The Just end. win, baby. Just do it. Get out there. Play for your teammates, even if you're not playing for the damn coach. Play for the teammates. Hey man, that's a, that's a great way great way to put it. And you know, it's a big deal. Like last, we kind of felt like last week was a must win for the Raiders in terms of the way that the context of the season is going to unfold. But listen, if we go to one and three, and that three is the freaking Chargers, a division game, right? You got to win. It's gonna get those. ugly really freaking fast, Raiders. Yeah. So let's get this shit back under control. Let's hear a different spirit from the team. Like, I'd love to hear a different spirit instead of that downtrodden nature. And listen, I get why you're downtrodden, because we all downtrodden. But uh, yeah. we, we got to lift the spirits back up, man. Otherwise, this thing's going to go down the toilet quick. And I'll say the final thing. If you're not going to have Hunter Renfro involved, build Ship draft capital. Yeah. That's it. What are we doing, Raiders? Are we building for the future? Is the greatness of, of, the, of the Raiders in its future? Or is it in this current losing state? Anyways, I'll save that soapbox. Swag Jeff. Take us on out of here. We love you, Raider Nation. Thank you guys for joining us in this damn three-hour show. You're the freaking best. All of our callers, all the emailers. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Absolutely. Well, the greatness of the Raiders might be uh, number four. You know? Oh. So, so Jimmy Garoppolo, if you can't go, Saucy. why don't you nudge the coach and tell him to put in the kid? Hey, thanks, everyone, for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side, sometimes journey into the dark side. Don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas, it started in Oakland. Much respect. Love you guys. See you. Bye. 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 Good YouTube. See you. Bye. Let's beat the freaking Chargers. Char <laughs> I mean, really? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.